All right, welcome to the Nitty Gritty. This episode was a lot of fun, and it was kind of a, a surprise one for me because I didn't know who this lady was. I, I brought up Becky Pickle a few times since talking to this this woman. We had Trisha Zemp in today. I don't even know if she knows how big of a deal she is yet. No, the way she talked about all of the stuff was like so casual, super casual. Like she, so she's I a mean, big deal. We are talking a professional stop motion artist, one of the original, right? When it comes to social, working with every big company, Martha Stewart. I mean, it, it the list is endless. Yeah, and she also started a planner company called golden coil yeah which it's a custom planner company that you can go on build it out the way that you want to build it like different layouts different and sections very very cool they take it very very seriously <laughs> and um yeah just super impressive it, it's do we want to talk about codes right now we got some cool little so she was awesome because part of what she does in stop motion she decided to do like stop motion kid camps to where it actually teaches kids right. how to create stop motion so she has her own but then she also partnered with jared our buddy gold yeller oh yeah created a lego stop motion kids camp kids camp which she said nothing happened in the beginning until the pandemic hit and then she gave it yeah it, let's crazy. say let's just say one day she had 70,000 DMs asking her for this kid camp. Right. So, we have a code for that. It's nitty-gritty all caps. Yep. And you can go on there and get a nice big discount for the camp. And we are going to do some giveaways with it. We'll yeah. kind of announce that this week while the episode is airing. Um, we're going to give away maybe some planners, a couple of the camps. So you can find everything for her. Her Instagram is just at Trisha Zemp. Yeah, so that's her Instagram, and then the planners and then are trishazemp.com. Correct, and then the planners are Golden Coil. Same thing, right? Um, but yeah, she was super willing to help and do some fun stuff around Christmas. And so, if you have a child who's bored, <laughs> or anyone who so for your children that are bored, <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> we all such have them. a perfect gift because right. it kind of enables that creativity. But she talked about how it teaches them like not to have like instant gratification because it actually takes some time right. to build out a stop motion. But if you follow us on Instagram this week, we're going to be doing giveaways for the planners for the stop motion camps. And you know, all this is cool, but the story, unbelievable her story will blow your mind. I mean, she's only 30. And she's seven years deep. So, I mean, she was a student at BYU, and this stuff just took off. And she... It, we'll just say, she retired her husband, who is a biochemist PhD. He's retired already. He's retired. And working with, with her. her. <laughs> it's insane. Now, I want to transition to something different for the intro really quick. I want to say happy birthday. I'm going to try to do this without getting emotional. But I want to say happy birthday to Kim White yesterday. Yep. Like that one got me. Our, our just great friend passed away to cancer with cancer last year, but it was her birthday yesterday. And it was so cool to see the tributes. Still probably my favorite episode overall. Um, episode eight, if you haven't listened to Kim White's story, we were lucky enough to have her in here. 
And what's super cool is if you want to see it, YouTube. So that's what, yeah, yeah. Because that's right. I think after she passed away, that's yep. a really cool memory. Cool way to remember her you and know. see her and see her energy. And because, you know, when she came in, she was doing like that was at a high point. Like yeah. she was doing good, getting ready to do some traveling and some races. And I mean, we all know that she was just a badass like whether she was sick at the moment or not she was still doing her races and exercising and we just love her to pieces and wherever she is happy birthday we love you we miss you and uh yeah if you haven't heard her episode or just need a uplifting reminder go listen to it so we love you thanks guys welcome to this week's nitty gritty excited to have trisha zemp with us a dual threat. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Yep. Including yep. including TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. I have no actual like skill at TikTok. Everything we have to talk about TikTok did not come from myself. <laughs> <laughs> so Trisha was introduced to us from our good friend Jared Gold Yeller. We love Jared. And who doesn't love Jared? Jared's the best. <laughs> when he cuz so he's talked about you cuz he's talked about the course which we'll get into that you guys have done. But he's always talked about you as someone who does stop motion, yeah, right? I do a lot of stop motion. And then, like last week, he was like, and by the way, she also has this other business that does something with like a planner or something. And then I started looking into like, oh, no, that's like a really big business. Yeah. So Golden Coil. Yes. So stop motion or Golden Coil, which one would you say is like your main job? Or do you consider that? I, you know... They both take up a huge portion of my life. I honestly don't think that there's priority on one or the other. Luckily, on both, I have help. So like with Golden Coil, we have a team of employees, my sister, myself. We have a blog manager, a, a social media manager, a customer service person, um, a, a, a graphic designer. Um, and then we also have like a graphic design team, a uh, marketing team all with golden uh, coil yeah and then we have um like but those are like people we like so our our graphic design team marketing team those are just like other kind of like sources that we're sure. just like one of their accounts yep. and then so like we do the media spend then we have a dev team then we have our print operations out of Oregon and they do all the printing shipping handling of those kind of resources so okay. like there's a ton of help on that side and so I have to be very involved at specific points in the business. And other times it's just like, it needs a couple hours of my day to just like be on top of emails, converse with the printer, converse with the dev team, make sure that we're all good, make sure our employees are doing good. But for the most part, my sister's really good at like keeping our employees just like on task and you know, all that kind of stuff. But then over on the other side with stop motion, it's, um, I have an assistant that comes in and my husband, I retired my husband and he works oh, with the did? stop motion business. Yeah. I retired him. <laughs> I love it. He he, he loves to <laughs> he loves to say that he's retired. <laughs> he um he has his PhD in biochemistry and so oh, he did geez. his PhD and then he did all of his postdoctoral research. And then it got to this point where it's like, Well, I could go work at an industry in some capacity or in academia if I wanted to, but why not just like build a lifestyle where we can do whatever we want whenever we want to kind of just like okay that's wild do whatever <laughs> so he's a phd uh -huh. stopped everything now he does stop motion with you uh-huh <laughs> uh, 
which is really fun. And it's funny because the other night we were doing um, some, we were making like a million pom-poms for this job we're doing for Sesame Street right now. And he's in the studio watching Lord of the Rings with my little sister. And they're like making like hundreds of pom-poms. And I was like, when you were doing your PhD in biochemistry, did you ever think that one day you'd be sitting in the basement <laughs> making hundreds of pom-poms. And he's like, you know what? I wouldn't change it for a thing. <laughs> so he's having a fun time. <laughs> That's awesome. So maybe we'll just start with whichever one started first for you. Oh, so stop the motion. Goil, stop motion started mm-hmm. first for yeah. you. Golden Coil is three years old. Stop okay. motion I've been doing for a long time. Okay. So how did you get into it? Okay. So I um, went to school at BYU. And I, after like a lot of trial and error, finally chose photography as a major. I was like a costume design major and then like theatrical makeup design. And like, I just couldn't, I just was like trying to find something creative that like fit, but like nothing fit. And then my roommate was like, Oh, I'm applying for the photography major. And I was like, that's a thing. (laughs) And I'm like, that's what I needed this whole time. So I, the costume major. Yeah. As a yeah. female Mormon, <laughs> I'm assuming, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, aren't they all yeah. photographers now? Yeah. This is true. This is true. But hey, I mean, but way to be good entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, if you do it in college, you're serious. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I I mean, there are some people who just picked it up and they do just like a killer job and don't even need That's like true. formal education. And let's be honest, was my formal education in photography like really that beneficial? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing it did teach me though is to take critique, which I work with right. clients a lot and they always have notes and feedback. And yeah. so like luckily college gives you this ability to take critique because you sit in these critiques where like a professor and your fellow students will like rip your work apart, which oh is great. But like as a self-taught photographer coming up into like business and stuff, I'm, I bet you probably don't have that same kind of like feedback mechanism. Yeah, your husband is going, oh my gosh, those are so good. Honey. <laughs> yeah, those are great, honey. You should They're definitely so throw that good. filter on it. You really it. have a great eye. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd never thought of it like that before though that would probably be really hard oh for sure you just throw up something you work so because like in other like degrees you don't have that kind of stuff like in my business i never had like a business plan thrown up where everyone just like shot holes in that's why you shouldn't even just go to college (laughs) let's be real we probably won't need to anymore but at least he has to pay you to be there to get you all that yeah Okay, that's really interesting. Yeah. So you, so you got going in photography. Yes, yeah, so I got going in photography at BYU. And I actually, my stop motion career kind of like started as a student. Um, I started making these little stop motion videos just for fun, but there was really no avenue to put them anywhere. I had this kind of like... Like, where does that come from though? Like, have you like, did you like yeah. stop motion growing up? Yeah, as a kid, I would do it with Legos. <laughs> you really did? I really did. And I've been trying to like beg my mom to help me find these videos. They're probably, yeah. So like, how would you do yeah. it as a so kid? So Jerry, Jared copied her. Yeah. Yeah, Jared. <laughs> yeah, she's the OG. <laughs> no, no. Um, there, I would just do it on a camcorder, right? So I would put the little like Lego minifigure there, and I'd push start and stop, and then I'd move it, and I'd push start stop. So I was taking like small, tiny video clips, but the tech wasn't available like it is yeah. today, right? So it was all really rudimentary, very shaky, really bad stop motion. But it was like my first foray into like making. But how cool film. that you were doing it though. It was fun. And I'd do it for like projects, like for school. They'd be like, we need to do a report on um, 
your solar the, system was like yeah. stop motion of like the planets moving around the sun. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But anyways, <laughs> it was so fun. But I got to college and I started doing photography and I always wanted, I really actually wanted to be an animation major, but I didn't have like technical drawing skills that I could reproduce from frame to frame. And it's a very competitive major at BYU. And I was like, there is no way I would ever like it, be like Disney high hires level a bunch enough. of people from oh, BYU, right? Disney, Pixar, Blue Sky. I mean, Sony, yeah. like BYU, like it's like a hundred percent placement basically. Like yeah. they do a killer job. Okay. And so I really wanted to join the animation program because I wanted to be able to bring things to life, but I just didn't have like the technical skills to make that happen. So I was like loved photography, loved the idea of being a photographer. And so as I started going in photography, I realized I can bring these to li- like my scenes to life the same way I did when I was a kid through stop motion animation. So I just started making animations just for fun, but there's nowhere to put them online because Instagram didn't have a video feature. I had a blog at the time and it did have a thousand views a day, which is probably like better than like my Instagram interaction. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just teasing, but, um, so I put things up on my blog and then the day that Instagram launched its video feature, you could put 15 second videos up that day. I put up my first stop motion video and I was just like, this is amazing to have this video feature. And, um, I had been working with, um, like a, like a couple of bloggers around this area. Were you still in school at the time? I was still in school Okay, and I'm still in school for a while in this story, <laughs> but, um, I, w- I had been working with some like local bloggers and had gotten like a very small social media following, but like a, like the right people. People were following me. So I had like 3000 followers. And one of my friends who worked at chat books was like, Hey, how about you do a stop motion for us? I just saw that you posted one. Can you do one for us? And I was like, yes, I can. So we went to her house. We filmed a stop motion and they put that up. And then Susan Peterson saw it. And though I did one for oh, freshly picked the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Susan sees it. You're good. Yeah. Right. Susan's amazing. But, um, so, so were, were they all with Lego at this time still? No, nothing's with Lego. nothing with Lego. This was, so like with the chat books one, it was like a Christmas holiday one and had like bows and ribbons and it's actually still one of my favorite videos because it was like the first one we produced Um, and then um, I did one for Freshly Picked and by the time that Monday came around post holiday so I did a New Year's one for Freshly Picked and did a Christmas one for Chatbugs but usually like creative directors and people are out over holidays and they're not really like drumming up new content but Monday after both of those videos had gone live over the holiday, I woke up and my email inbox had 35 client inquiries, including Condé Nast, which is Brides, Vogue, Glamour, you know, um, golf, you know, those magazines. And so I woke up and I was just like, holy crap. I have like people wanting to hire me for this. (laughs) And so I charged Condé Nast 300 whole dollars. (laughs) to make stop motion videos for them. And anyways, um, did you charge chat books or freshly picked? Yeah. Like I think like $200 or something like that. And it was just, it was just fun. Um, it took, it takes so much time. I think the video I did for freshly picked took 40 hours of animation. And how long was the video? Uh, I think 15 seconds, (laughs) but it was 40 animation hours because we did these like exploding fireworks out of like, um, sequins and like glitter. Uh And so I'm like moving sequins like a half an inch at a time to make these explosions. And you people are crazy. Yeah. I I, I honestly think we are psychopaths. (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) Uh, That would be, I mean, just the editing part would be crazy. Yeah. But let alone all the... I don't think if you put all the money in the world and said, make this, yeah. that I 
have the patience to do that. I just, I don't know that I could. That's incredible. Well, podcasts get me through it. <laughs> Seriously, like I was, I was animating for f- this um, TV spot that's going to be part of this like movie release in the next week for Philadelphia Cream Cheese, and we were filming this TV spot. And I think, I mean, we did just like so many filming hours. And I was like, "All right, turn on Nitty Gritty. We got this." <laughs> I'm oh, like, it, "Wow!" And then I also a lot of audiobooks too. I listened to some that new Twilight Edward Cullen's oh, perspective. Dear. I started oh, that one. It, it is Mormon long. pornography. It is long. I got 12 hours into it, and I was like, "I can't take another 12 hours." Oh my gosh! Because it, it's a 25 hour book. <laughs> like when you started with like chapbooks and freshly picked, did you know? That it was going to take like 40 hours? Like, were you surprised that it was no. taking so long? Well, I had done some stop motion just for fun yeah. before and put it up on my own social media. So yeah, I yeah. knew that it took a lot of time. But um, the freshly picked one was the first one where I had animated such tiny things and so many of them. So that is the first time I'd ever put 40 hours into okay. an animation. So okay. that was news. <laughs> I was for like, holy. 15 second spot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone realizes that. I guess barbecue takes 15 hours for... A two-minute enjoyment of eating it. Yeah. That's true. But that's still not even close to... The difference, though, is like it's constant 40 hours. Right. Where like barbecue, yeah. there's there's prep and a ton of work that goes into it, but then a lot of it... But with my smokers, yeah. I can go home and go to bed once it's on. Yeah. Yeah. The smokers I used to work on, though. That's not the case. <laughs> but I was... In I Texas. was <laughs> but still, that's every like 30 minutes you got to, you know, tend to your fire. To, yeah. Right? But... Oh, and then just the small pieces. Like, I can't even put Lego things. I saw something on the news the other day that they were releasing the Colosseum, like the Roman Colosseum. Like, it's not in its, like, perfect state either, like, in its current state. It's like a 980-piece Lego set. Lego set. And I'm like, like, if I committed a crime, <laughs> it would be a better idea to make me do that than send me to jail. Like, I will never do it again, I promise. <laughs> Like that just looked so not fun. And to then me. can you imagine the kind of sets Jared builds? Like, oh, oh, the racetrack for Daytona I watch 500. his videos and I just get stressed. Especially out. when he has crowds, crowds like cheering. No. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're nuts. <laughs> Green like, screen. Video it game in. people, video game like these games now are so incredibly real. real. Yeah, but they don't even put half the effort into the crowd. No. As far yeah. as making them all look different uh-uh. and do different things that Jared does. No. As well as like hand move them all. Yeah. Touch yeah. every single right. one of them, every single picture. Like you see about 600 of the same guy and they're all doing the same <laughs> movements. They're just kind of spread out, right? Yeah. And it's, anyway, it's crazy. So nuts. But yeah. So that Monday you wake up. 35, 35 emails. All of a sudden you're like, oh, I have a business. I'm a student and I'm starting a new semester. And I am like up to my eyeballs in like new schoolwork, trying to figure out what classes to be in. And also as like a newly married young woman, I am just like, I didn't, I I didn't have a job. I was like, this is now my job, I guess. And so I said yes to every single person at like whatever rate they would pay me. So like 150 bucks for this one, 200 bucks for that one, you know? And I said yes to all of them. And I just went ham animating in our carpeted kitchen like we lived in this basement apartment super gross carpeted kitchen i'm like animating (laughs) sitting on the floor and there's like spaghetti stains next to me and like at what point did somebody think that would be a good idea like that was a style it's the same time they put carpet in the bathroom yeah (laughs) (laughs) which is like the worst idea (laughs) 
I should carpet my bathrooms in the restaurant. Oh, you should. gosh. You definitely so should. Oh, my god. I gosh. mean, so not hygienic. No, I don't understand what that, like, how that became a trend. It's so gross. Anyway, well, at least you had a soft floor to Especially sit on. Especially if you have a kid, you're... like, if you're trying to potty train a child, do you know how much urine is on that car? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And I've got a two and a half year old and we're about at that point. And I'm <laughs> like, luck. not ready. <laughs> but yeah, so I started just doing all this animation on the basement floor. And like with like to the point of the 40 second and the 40 hour animations, because I was doing this in my basement and it was like in like where we were cooking and all that stuff. We didn't really have money to go eat out. So I had to just like do it in a single sitting. And so a lot of times if it was a 20 hour animation, I just wouldn't sleep for 20 hours. I would just animate 20 straight hours. Cause I didn't have the ability to like turn it off, turn it back on and it have not moved. Cause what year is this? Um, this is what year is it? 20 it's 2020. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is like six years ago. Okay. So like technology wise, we're still, we're still like, you've got good stuff to use better, better. Right. Yeah. But still nothing compared to what we have now, I, mean, I guess six years. So it's campers true. have come that editing stuff has come a long way. I mean, right. We've talked a lot about social media. Like it's crazy to think that mobile social media like on the phone really didn't start until 2011 yeah i think it seems like it's been here forever in 2013 yeah. is when instagram launched its video feature wow. um, and that's when i started yeah. so that's it, it actually launched on my birthday june oh, really? 20th 2013 so i turned 23 wow. and they launched their video feature on my birthday put up my first stop motion video and just like went from there and i feel like it was destined like so like instagram was well, like if it's we on know. your birthday too yeah it's for it, you it, it this was is all just destined for you instagram for sure. was like happy birthday have a career yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like as you're getting going did you love it like is I that is that it. why you're willing to go 20 hours non-stop oh, yeah. oh you I would have love to it. I really do. I mean, I mean, there are times, you know, you know, you hit hour four and you're rethinking your life because you're like, we're not even, <laughs> we don't even have a second yet. And I'm like dying. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really love it. And there's a lot of aspects of stop motion that I love. I love prop shopping. I love getting to go to the store and just like blow money and know that I'm really not responsible for all that money I just spent. It's like the client gave me money. I'm going to just go spend it. <laughs> so I love prop shopping. That's one of my favorite things to do, but I love like the styling it. I love lighting it. I love just like seeing it come to life. But the most rewarding part is putting in like two hours of like working crazy and then pushing play and then like seeing something that is totally stationary be brought to life. That's like the most magic part. So is that, process. so is the process, I'm sure it's different for everybody, mm -hmm. but is it, are you watching what you're filming? I guess, are you shooting the scene as you build something, mm -hmm. you shoot it. Are you watching it back mm -hmm. like in real yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah, and then so, adjusting on the fly. Yeah, so I have a camera set up and it's hooked up to my computer. So I can like watch my computer and, and animate with my hands. And you can overlay the previous frame with what you currently have. So you see exactly how far you've moved something. And so you can replicate that. So you don't over look at what, that you don't look now, what you're doing. Did you have that back then? At that time, I didn't have that. Okay. And so it was literally me sitting on the floor going i hope that one worked <laughs> take a picture and then i'd like toggle back and forth between the pictures and then i do it again and toggle back and forth between the pictures and now with like the tech that i'm doing now i mean i i could have probably filmed a lot of those videos a lot faster i just didn't right. have the yeah the, the tech see and what prop shopping that's something that i don't think any of us have thought about with oh it's my favorite some of these part. videos is like you've got to create the idea 
right? Mm-hmm. Put it on paper. But then whatever you don't have, you have to go. Like, where do you go prop shopping most of the time? Do you have your spots? Target. Of course. <laughs> I wouldn't be there. Of course. I'm just kidding. No, I have a lot I of I wish like, some company places. would give my wife money to go get her Target fix. Oh, no, that's so seriously. And I'm like, even though I'm here buying something I don't want or need, I'm still buying stuff at Target. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's I wonder like so what... much therapy for me. I, I and and get... also my husband lets me go out of the house without a kid. Because like when I'm in prop shopping mode, I have to make so many decisions based on like the client's branding and their color palette and all the stuff that if I'm trying to make decisions with a two-year-old, right. like crying, being like, like, honey, you're retired. You can watch the kid. <laughs> seriously, so, going to Target. So he, I always get PhD to go to Target something by dead. myself. That's right, right. <laughs> So it's so nice. I go to Target. I look at all the things. I just buy what I want. <laughs> the client pays for it. We need to get a Target exec on the show because I want to know we what need to Target be sponsored sees. by Target. Yeah. Our guests are the number one spenders at Target. I want to see what they see. Like are are Mormon women? Yeah. Are they like? Better shoppers per capita, or like hours spent in the store. I would love to see I'm, I'm 100% how Utah women are. <laughs> I want to see how Utah women are compared to everywhere else in the world that has targets. Well, we were we just barely did a stint living in Philly for a year, and I would go to that the Target religiously. I would drive like 30 minutes to go to Target, <laughs> and like if you go to Utah and like the Hearth and Hand Magnolia Collection launches, I was there <laughs> for Christmas stuff. You guys, no, 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 seriously, no, seriously, guys, I was at Target when they were stocking the floor with it and there are ladies like circling like vultures and they're like grabbing mugs grabbing wreaths and i'm just like yeah if you need your christmas stuff you're gonna be here the day they put on the floor and you're gonna get your stuff but in philadelphia it's like they've got like last season and the season before because no one is like as crazy about it as i think utah women that's what i'm saying we love target it's all target like it's not walmart (laughs) Oh no! It's not like, oh, well, I mean, it's how, <laughs> it's tar- r- yeah. Well, that's like why Susan started. Jenna, like, how many of our guests have been like? The only reason I started a business is so oh, I could yeah. go to Target and spend money and not feel bad. <laughs> that, that that's the that's how these massive businesses and organizations were created was because they wanted to go to Target. I don't understand. I don't understand why it why Target. Like, what about Target? Elevated design aesthetic. <laughs> Uh, you know. Oh, we're getting real now. Uh, you guys, I have like a real love for Target. We don't want to go. So there. My, my wife does too. It's insane. Yeah. Like I see Target weekly on the bank statement. Well, my husband will be like, "Well, we should just go pick one up at Walmart." And I'm like, "What? What? No." Like, Ew. What did you say? We're going to Target. Ew. <laughs> and it might be like we need clothing hangers, and I'm like, "Yeah, we're not gonna get plastic ones at Target. We're gonna go get the wood ones." At- <laughs> sorry, no, sorry, like plastic ones at Walmart. We're gonna go get the wood ones from Target. <laughs> Why isn't Target 24 hour here? Oh, I think it is. Oh, shut up. Is it really? Yeah. The the Orem one, the Provo oh. one isn't, but the Orem one is. Oh, they're baited. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, I don't think. Yeah, I don't Maybe think they're not. Is. Maybe they're not. They need to start. You're right. They're Target not. But if they were. Yeah. Like, this is where they should test all their new concepts. They should just do a Target like furniture store. Oh, man. Right? Just That'd like a home decor <laughs> store. I bet they would kill here with that. They would target anything here. We'll sell. Oh Anyways, so that's my love right. of Target. So prop shopping. Yeah, love prop shopping. <laughs> I love prop shopping. Okay, going back in time though, yeah. taking on clients. I'm still a student at BYU. I start working for Lindor Chocolate, Stonyfield Yogurt. I, I flew out to New York and did like a three week like, stint hold on. Like those working are for Etsy. Like big names mm-hmm. really quick. Oh, but the, okay, yeah. Yep. But, but it's like because how? I was 
there were only like two other people on planet earth doing what I was doing at the time. So the three of us kind of monopolized every large client that was wanting to innovate in the stop motion, like social media space. No one was doing stop motion on social media, like not a soul. Why? So myself, well, just no one knew how no one. So what does that really mean? Sorry. It. I guess I'm mm-hmm. like, what is different about stop motion and stop motion on social media? Oh, so like stop motion, like a film. So stop motion has been around for a long time. For sure. um, so like people were making movies like Wallace and Gromit, Gumby, Kubo and the Two Strings, yeah. Box Trolls, Coraline, you know, like oh, all yeah. these big movies, but no one was translating that into like a micro content form. For like, like creating, businesses. Yeah, for businesses. No one was doing, like, I mean, you might produce a stop motion commercial, but a lot of times they go to the big film production houses and they're like, oh, we want to film this really cool big commercial. And people are like, yeah, okay, budget's $200,000. Let's go for it. And, and these are the companies that can do that, but no one was translating this into this micro right. marketing platform. And so I, st- that's kind of like, did you do that intentionally? Did you see that opportunity or did you kind of just by virtue of circumstance kind of fall into it? Well, of course I don't have the ability to work at a big movie studio. So it was kind of just like my foray into animating. And I'd never, I've always, I've never worked really anywhere. Like I've always had like little jobs and stuff, but I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. My dad was an entrepreneur. We started like a shave ice business when I was like 10. We were making like 600 bucks a week. And as a kid, like that was amazing. And, and, um, anyway, so I've always had this like desire to just like make it myself and work for myself. And so I'd never wanted to work at a big movie studio or anything. I just wanted to do it myself. Yeah. And so I, I had kind of seen that this was a way I could service clients um, just by working in my basement on the carpet. Cause like you're very, <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah. very casually and humbly talking about that, but that's kind of a big deal that you've right. found that niche at the yeah. time you did. Like it was, it was pretty, pretty incredible. I, I remember sitting down and I wrote down on some sticky notes. I, I mean, social media is still really fresh. Like Instagram's only a couple of years old. I wrote, I went, I, I like Googled biggest companies on social media and I started writing them down and then I went, okay, well, which one of these kind of like fit my vibe and like crafty and colorful. So I started making a list and Bath and Body Works was like the number one I put on my list. They had like a million followers on Instagram and I'm like, they're colorful. It totally fits my vibe. And three weeks later, Bath and Bo- I got an email from Bath and Body Works saying, hey, we'd love you to do stop motion for they our reached out social to you. media. Yeah. And I, <laughs> it's the, what, it was like the secret. the secret. Yeah, I like manifested it, it into my life. It, it really was crazy. I remember um, getting that email and just being like, holy smokes, this is nuts. And so I created this big back to school campaign for Bath and Body Works. And then Etsy reaches out and they're like, hey, we want to do stop motion for a Christmas campaign. And I- Wait, did you say Bed Bath and Beyond or Bath and Body Works? Bath and Body Works. Lotions. I thought you said Bed Bath and Beyond the uh, no, first time. No. Ba- okay. Bath I was totally works. confused there. They both smell good. <laughs> they do both smell fabulous. Right. Uh, but then Etsy reaches out. And I have had I had lots of like mom and pop Etsy shops reach out over right. over that like previous like eight months of like doing stop motion. And, and so I just thought this was another Etsy shop. The girl who reached out, her name was Eva Green. So I just thought her Etsy, Etsy shop was like evergreen. You know, like, I'm like, it's like a plant store, <laughs> something like that. And Evergreen. so I ended up, and she was like, we would like to shoot in New York. And so I ended up sending like this really probably rude email. Not, not, it wasn't rude. I have actually like, reread it. You're just an Etsy store. <laughs> no, I'm working with no, Billy Cream Cheese right now. No, so no, no. My I'll email, have one of my interns call. My email response was like, I don't 
live in New York, you would probably have to pay some travel fees. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, we get that. Oh. <laughs> like, because like, I, I, I was just thinking, it was like this lady who runs like a plant Etsy store and they're like Etsy, the corporation saying, come to New York. And oh, I'm like, wow. you're going to have to pay for me to get on an airplane. Because <laughs> oh I can't God. fork out that money. <laughs> I missed that part. So it wasn't an Etsy store. It was Etsy, it Etsy. Was Etsy, Etsy. Wow. Yeah. So Etsy, the company, the corporation is like, come to New York. And so they flew myself in. They flew in a paper artist. We spent three weeks shooting um, all the stills and this big stop motion video for three the Christmas weeks. campaign. Mm-hmm. So we just, and I mean, it was. It Were was you still little... like dealing with imposter syndrome at that point? Like, well, what I'm am I doing here? I'm still a student at BYU. Right. Like, saying, like, how are you charging asking my people? professor saying, hey, could I get three weeks of leeway on this project? I'm going to be in New York with shooting, <laughs> shooting for Etsy. And anyways, I remember landing in New York and I opened up my email and Aeropostale had sent me an email saying, we want, you know, eight videos for Christmas too. And so I'm like, okay, okay, I can fit that in. And so I, I finished, I'm like, as I'm working at Etsy, I'm like sending emails to Aeropostale, like trying to figure that out. So I get back and I started up working on my senior project, which was a stop motion short film. And I start working for Aeropostale and then it, it just snowballed. It just, because, because I was one of the only people creating this kind of stop motion micro content on Instagram, all these big companies, the people that have budget to pay you to make stop motion videos, they were the ones reaching out. And so I just, from the very beginning, it just kind of, it started happening and then it snowballed. With, I will caveat this, it's not like it just happened to me. There was a shiz ton of work that I had to do <laughs> oh, to like deliver uh, to these clients and you know. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, 40 hours, 15 seconds, yeah. The transfer, I would have loved to seen like, the young starving student like at what point was there was there a job or something that happened where you finally realized that you were kind of a badass and <laughs> I feel like that's not the case and like i need to start charging more cuz that's the other yeah. thing like we talk about that all the time like how to put more value on yourself mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure at that point when you're that young you think everything's just kind of dumb luck Oh yeah, right. And it probably it was. And you're like, you're gonna pay for my plane ticket? Oh, I'll just do it for like. Oh no, yeah. you pay the travel, I'll do it. Yeah, but yeah. you don't realize, like, yeah. I mean, you're talking like Condé Nast or Condé yeah. Nast. Or, I mean, that's like the rich white person, everything, right? Isn't yeah. that like all that they do? Like, there's money there. Yeah, oh, and yeah. it's so hard to say. I need some of that. <laughs> yeah, or like, yeah, a yeah. few hundred bucks is great when they're like, oh, this is way better than the 50K we were going to pay her. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like, was there ever, yeah, was there so a specific job where you where it kind of clicked? It all came value? very slowly. So, right. you know, I took those 35 clients on that first month and I worked myself to the ground. No sleep. Trying to, do, too, trying to right? do school, trying to do these videos. Oh, and I worked myself crazy and I was like, all right, I can't charge $350 for this anymore. I'm going to charge five. So I started charging five, but no one said no. So then I started charging eight and no one said no. So I started charging a thousand and no one said no. And I'm like, I'm still too busy. So now I'm charging 1500 and then I'm charging 2000 and then I'm charging 2500 and then I'm charging 3000. And I just and like, all still and saying, like yes. and as I'm, as yeah, I'm, I should have started with this number. <laughs> damn it. Seriously. As I'm like increasing the number and this is of course over like months. For sure. Right. As I'm increasing this number, people are falling off. 
but it's it's clients that that what I would have. You yeah, that's exactly oh. what you want. You know, I want to do um, really great work that I can concentrate on um, for money that can provide for my family and not spin my wheels doing like so much work for so many clients and always giving like a lesser product right. because I'm so tired. Like, sorry, honey, I know you went to school for thirty years, <laughs> but you're gonna have to stay home now. <laughs> Because what is he again? Uh, PhD biochemist. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he so he went to like, he yeah, did like bachelor's, master's, years, PhD, right? and postdoctoral research good position. Night. <laughs> I bet he's really good at changing diapers. He is very has an good. excellent system. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is, he is like the most brilliant human being you'll ever meet. How and cool. I am very lucky that I get his skill set in what I do because, um, I mean, there's so many instances in what we do in stop motion where I'm like, I can't figure this out. I'm going to need you. So we recently did this job for Pinterest where we were, we had to create this tutorial on um, naturally dyeing fabrics with at home materials. And so I was like, go ham on it. Like you do your thing. And so he was like, if we change the page of this, it will give us a really nice purple. If we change the page to this, it'll give us a really good blue. And so he, for two weeks, like troubleshot that entire project. So we were able to come to Pinterest and say, these are the colors we can get out of fabric with these natural dyes that you can find at home. And then I got to take the creative from there and go, and then this is how we present it in a story pin. Like I um, brought in this PhD. I brought in a PhD. I paid for it. Don't worry. <laughs> so I'm not even going to charge you it for that. It does reflect in your invoice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you totally could charge for that, right? Yeah. But anyway, so there, there's a lot of instances where we, I just need someone with some brains to to like help me figure something out and he is incredible at that so wow. he's awesome what do you think is the most misunderstood like part of stop motion oh just probably the time that yeah. it takes i mean and the thing is i feel like i even fall into that trap i'll be like scrolling on instagram I'm like that probably took like 10 minutes and then i'm like oh but then you got to go prop shopping so there's an hour and then Dude. you got to set up the lights, which is like at least 30 to 45 minutes. And then you got to set up the camera and then, okay, we're already at three hours and you haven't even started moving anything yet. So is that, so is that how you charge now? Like, is it a per hour type of thing or is it so, just like, like a project? Yeah. yeah, I do a project fee. And here's the thing. do Am I doing it right? I don't even know if I'm doing it right. Because I feel like... <laughs> Dude, you I, say it all the time. Nobody knows what they're I, doing. No, oh, exactly. Like, I even mean, the most like put together entrepreneurs with multi-million dollar companies, there's still some like, oh, let's just throw that out there and see if it works. Well, I think that's what everything is. Just figuring right. it out and like creative problem solving. That's but, entrepreneurship. That's why it's so fun. Totally. Yeah, how but much I'm money like, can we dupe out of people? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but I'm just like, I've, I've kind of like built what I'm doing right now, just like, f- like straight up trial and error, figuring it out. Sure. And I would love for someone to come in and say, oh, you're a professional stop motion artist. This is how you're supposed to do it. But the thing is, I, I don't think that there's a person who does, like, I think that's me, right? Like well, I've been doing this that, for you are seven person. plus years yeah. now. And so there's really no yet. one who <laughs> yeah. can tell me how to be me better than I can be me. Well, because right? you're that person. <laughs> Right, like you're, you are the OG. Your next like, evolution is going to be you are going to be doing that for people. I don't right. know. Oh, well, and ultimately, it's just what's it worth to me to do this? Because, like yeah. you well, said, like, it, it started becoming more and more work. Like mm-hmm. smaller companies, I just they started dropping off. Yeah. And you know, if you're excited about what you're getting paid to do the job, then it's enough. Oh, totally. Right? And, and and honestly, that's how I price. Yeah. <laughs> that's how yeah. I, I mean. And, that's, and as a freelancer, I think that you have the ability to price that way. If it's a job, I am so, so if people stinking are excited you, about. 
Yeah, I mean, add in the uh, like a thousand, like we we add a zero. We're gonna give it. you a thousand dollars to Target for prop shopping. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Like we need Target. Yeah, definitely. right. Little things like I that. I do prop shop at a lot of other places yeah. too, but even <laughs> if I don't need Target, I hit up Target just like <laughs> just so I can get some therapy time. She used. I wonder how many times she's lied to her husband. Like, oh, I've got to go do some prop I, shopping. Oh, at all Target. the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then on the flip side, this is how I. Yeah, <laughs> is, is um I return anything I don't use, right? So I I I don't, I'm like really I don't like waste sure. in the studio because I only have so many square feet to like fill with props. So if I don't use the props or if it's not damaged anyway, and all it did was sit on my table for a picture for like two hours or three hours or whatever, I'll go return it because someone else can get use out of it. Where for me, it's gonna sit. Yeah. in a Whatever cupboard and it's good. yeah yeah well actually <laughs> i went kidding. i went i went to, i visited a photographer once who's he's been a photographer in utah for like 50 60 years like he's this old old dude had this and i went to his studio because i was looking for studio space and it was it was like uh, entering an episode of photographer hoarders it was just like props <laughs> everywhere backgrounds everywhere yeah. stuff everywhere and he's like oh you haven't even seen my warehouse where i keep all the other stuff oh. and i'm like you have a warehouse? That gives and, me a little bit of anxiety. Oh, oh uh, no. Sure. I And I just, I thought, thought to myself, I, I will become this person in 60 years if I don't edit down what I bring into my studio and what I keep. So I only keep the best stuff that I use over yeah, and over again sure. in my studio. Because if not, I'm going to own a warehouse one day and it is going to be full <laughs> of confetti and backgrounds <laughs> and paper colors and plates. And Who was it? It was Corey T- from Taft, right? That uh-huh. when he started his business, they would buy shoes from Nordstrom Rack, yeah. tape the bottom, take pictures of them, That's and right. then take them back. Because right. it was a sock company at that time, That's right? And you also can't just use the same pair of shoes and photos every single time. Yeah, you know, sure. you have to recycle props. You can't use the same thing for the same client or else it well, it's not it like starts to look the same. They weren't brand new still. I mean, yeah. yeah I, and it's totally true. It's sense. true. Like, you don't use them. Like, I, if I'm shooting something in it, it's like, oh, there's a fork in this scene. I'm just going to touch that fork a couple times. Right. Then I'm going to clean it off, put it back in the box. No harm. But if, oh, I mean, sure. if I and scratch something or if yeah. I damage something, I don't take it back. Oh, of I course. Totally um, or or if it's something where I don't feel good about taking things back, I'll like donate it to, right. to someone who can use Your it. Your warehouse or, would be out of control already. Oh, oh yeah. baby. Yeah. Like I've walked into the <laughs> LDS motion picture studio. So they have three like prop warehouses yeah holy crap Costumes. i mean they, they're like football fields long yeah. two three stories of just furniture and costumes and oh my gosh it's yeah. like a hoarder's dream in there but it, it is but um there's so much space but also it takes so much not. time to organize that it yeah. takes so much time to to upkeep it and then to find it when you need it well and styles know? change like yeah. You, yeah you're not going to reuse so i try 80% to I of that stuff. try to edit it down to keep it yeah, as like, minimal as possible plus it's good that you're returning things because my wife will always say like no i'm going to return it and then i'll find it in the closet like two years later like she always forgets well, I to like, return things. I like to return it for straight chutta. Like straight- <laughs> give me give me cash and then that cash is my like actual spending money. <laughs> for straight chutta. I'm like, just give that to me in cash. I learned and that then from I- Evergreen. <laughs> yes, I think. Oh man. With, has there been a job that 
stands out as like one of the most fun or maybe most challenging? Stinking fun. All of them. No, not all of them. Some of them are miserable. Um, Most of them are fun. I've only had a couple that were not as fun. I loved shooting the Etsy job. I met this amazing paper artist from London. Her name is Helen Friel. And I subsequently went to London to work with her for a couple weeks um, for my internship as a student because I'm still student right still student and I start and I needed to get an internship so I was like hey Helen can I just like come shadow you and learn about your paper craft and we can just like do some fun projects together she's like I actually have some client stuff in the pipeline I don't have a photographer for if you're game to shoot it that'd be great so I flew to London and I did my internship with my friend Helen and so I loved doing the Etsy job that there's a lot to unpack there yeah like that was a really it's funny because I th- you're talking about all this stuff kind of like very it casually. Just ca- yes. <laughs> and it's like, it'd be interesting to kind of dive more into the entrepreneurial side of your childhood because <laughs> you're making really smart moves. Like these are things that like, I wouldn't be where I am barbecue wise if I hadn't established some relationships and yeah. asked to work, you know, under some people. But like, that was a very smart thing to do. And you just kind of looked at it. I'm sure kind of like, well, yeah, I just want to learn like, do you mind? Well, that was a big deal. Firstly, I just wanted to go to London. Well, right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and also she just like, is just this incredible paper artist. And I wanted to be in, in using paper in my work a lot more. And if you look at my work now, there's a lot of paper right. elements that I do. And I don't like, how else do you learn how to become a paper artist? Why did she say yes to you though? Because we had spent three weeks hanging out together at, at Etsy. We're the same age. I think right. she might be two years older than me. So we're very much the same age. We're very much contemporaries in our careers. And so reaching out and being like, hey, I want to learn some more. She well, was great. And I, I I did some stop motion. She has she had a book coming out, um, right. um, this really cool book called Midnight Creatures. It's a pop-up book. You read in the dark and you get out your flashlight and you can see different oh, shapes wow. and stuff. And you can like, it's like a search and find book. So you take your flashlight and you can find like sea creatures and bats. Yeah, that's and really cool. So we did this really cool stop motion in the dark where we brought out a flashlight and we found creatures. And and so part of it was creating this promotional piece for her. And that, so there it is. Because yeah. like, that's the thing. I get... I don't know how many emails I've gotten. People who are like, teach me barbecue. Yeah. Like, can I please come? Like I, my husband would probably be one of those people. He he is. (laughs) He would love that. It's funny. There has to be (laughs) what people forget. Well, Richie Norton said, if you're going to pick my brain, you must be a zombie. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, there's got to be... Also, Richie's the best. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. <laughs> I, I went to school at BYU-Hawaii, and Richie and Natalie were like my parents. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, we've been family friends for a long time that I truly consider Natalie like a sibling. <laughs> and like Richie and Natalie, they, I, they're the best people. They're, they're good people. They're amazing. <laughs> well, it, it's kind of the third door type stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. you've got to... One, there either has to be kind of that mutual respect... Mm-hmm. Or tit for tat, right? Mm-hmm. There's got to be something beneficial for both parties. Like, but I get asked all the time, like, can I please come work for you for, for like, you don't have to pay me and I want to learn barbecue. And I'm like, look, man, I don't you respond to a lot of them. But that's the yeah. thing. Like, it took me, I almost got divorced, like, figuring all this stuff out. Like, I moved away from my wife and kids, figuring, like, when people complain about my barbecue class fee, right? It's still too cheap, but it's, it's like, you don't realize the work that went into it. So asking somebody established like you did to like learn from them, there's a big lesson there. Like it's good to ask because squeaky wheel gets the grease, but there has to be value. I think there was a whole like chapter about this and third door 
maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but like when he was writing those emails to these people, it's like, it can't just be, do you hey, care if I come? Can I just like come hang out no, and hear you and like take up space value. and just like watch you? Right. Like there's got to be, there there's got to be value. value, respect, you know, something. Yeah. You got to bring something but, to the table that I don't have too. Right. You know, wow, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So then did it just kind of continue to snowball the stop motion stuff? Yeah, it it did. It snowballed. It kept going. I kept on taking on clients. I started learning how to be a professional. You know, I mean, I cringe looking back at some of the emails that I sent. And (laughs) and also, and also a lot of it was learning, you know, like now I know the process, like what do I need to do in the process so the client knows what they're getting so that I know what I'm giving and so that I'm not guessing as I'm making and then they get it and they're like, actually, per our brand guidelines, we don't use silver forks. We only use gold, you know, and I didn't know those things, you know, starting out. Um, but now I understand I asked for Brad and guidelines because I don't want to do anything that's different. And then I also, before we shoot, here's a photo in the lighting we're going to use on the background we're going to use with all the props we're going to use and your product. This is what everything's going to look like. And so that they can see it and go, actually, that's the wrong fork. And I can remedy that before I put in the 40 hours. But these are things that I didn't know. Um, in the beginning. So I would film a stop motion video and then they'd be like, oh, no, 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 we need to change these things. And I'd be like, are you going to pay me to reshoot? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so, you know, it's, it's like trial <laughs> trial and error like that. Like, yeah. But my kitchen needs new carpet. <laughs> I know, but my kitchen is gross. <laughs> Any, anyways, um, so I, I mean, it's things like that that I learned in that period of time. Like, how do I need to make my process streamlined so that there isn't reshooting on the back end? And if there is reshooting on the back end, it can be spelled out like this is what I'm shooting for you. These are the props. This is the lighting. It's your fault. This not is mine. the storyline. Right. If you approve this and there's any changes on the back You're end, for it, um, that's something that you need to put the bill for, but it never happens anymore. Like right. that, that's never the case. And if it is, it's like, Oh, we need like this tiny little piece changed for this reason. And then we change that tiny little piece and we can like cut it in differently or whatever. Um, but like, like recently I was doing a job for Martha Stewart and I used a dry measuring cup to, or to measure liquid ingredients in the video. And you don't do that when you're working for Martha Stewart. For me, I'm like, uh, it's, it's a cup. Everything's pre-measured for I'm, Well, it was, I'm like, it's a cup of honey. I just right. put in a cup of honey and they're like, no, no, no. You need to use a wet measuring cup if you're measuring viscous materials. So I had to reshoot that whole piece because I had used the incorrect measuring cup. Part of me was like, this is going on social media. No one cares. But they're like, no, it's Martha Stewart. People care. And so I, that was like a mistake that I needed to remedy because I hadn't shown right. my measuring cups to them before I started. So, but, th- but these are the things you learn. Like I right. wouldn't make that mistake ever again because I learned, okay, you show them every single prop that's going to be in it. You know, would you ever tell us what the worst company to work with has been? No, because I still, question. I still work with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there is one. Oh, oh the, I did do this like really large job. It's the largest job I've ever done to date. Um, what and, does that mean? Um, it had the most zeros at the end okay. of the job, oh, as well like as number, the biggest like scope of work. Number of videos or just length of video? Um, so I did eight 30-second um, videos okay. with a 15-second cut down. Five stills. With the 15 yeah, second cut down. So, so it's like I made a 30 second video and then we made a shorter version oh, okay. of that video. Okay. So, do that with commercials all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So you might see like something on YouTube and then you might see like a shorter version of it show up on your Instagram account yeah. kind of thing. Um, so, you know, um, 
So eight 30 yeah. second videos, eight 30 second videos, eight 15 second cutdowns of those videos, five stills for each of those videos. And then a big behind the scenes. Wow. Version. Content type thing. Yeah. And here's the thing is I don't think it was necessarily error on their part as much as youth on my part. Um, just because youth and experience. Yeah. Like, just like inexperience. They wanted this huge set of deliverables. If I were to do it now, I would know how to budget my time. I've like, I, I'm never late on client anything. I will like stay up all night. And, and this video, I, it was, we're producing it between Thanksgiving and we already had planned to go to Florida for Thanksgiving. And we came back and I hadn't been producing stuff that whole time. And I came back and we started producing these videos like mad people, just like going crazy at it. And I got the flu in the meantime. And I was sitting at my animation stand and I was animating and then I throw up in a bucket. Sorry, I'd throw up in a bucket and then I would keep animating and then I throw up in a bucket and then I keep animating and I throw up in a bucket and keep animating. And I just animated my way through this illness. And it, I mean, (laughs) if I had been smarter and like budgeted my time better and like, you know, I, that said no to the if Florida you were a trip. Man, or you would have never been able to do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Bad. You would have never. But, I can't even get up and get a drink of water when I feel like that. <laughs> like, honey, I'm well, thirsty. I, I don't know. There's just like this thing where like I am just like I will not get – if you have a deadline, I make your deadline. And so I just stayed up all night like for multiple days, like three days, just like vomiting and animating at the same time. Oh, my god! And it was so rough. It was probably one of the more rough experiences, but I – I hope it shows some grit there. Like like when I tell you I'm going to do something. I hope it shows it. some grit there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good hell. What else could we show? Grit might not even do it. <laughs> like that word, they're, they're, I think we need to find a different word. That's like beyond. So how do you balance? How do you shut it off? It doesn't like, ever shut I mean, off. <laughs> but I mean, does that not make it hard at home? Like, Of course. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Are, is that a hard thing to balance or have you figured that out yet? Or Well, so we, we're trying to kind of build this lifestyle where we do what we want with our time. So I'm sorry, I keep on knocking that. Okay. Um, so now, like fast forwarding all that experience and all those years, we're at a different place right now. We try to only take on jobs that we really love to do or that are going to be worth it monetarily to give us that kind of freedom. Right. So, you know, in the beginning when I was taking on like 30 jobs in a month, it's like, that's a stop motion video every single day. Now it's like, I'll take on one or two or, or maybe, maybe five, like five is where I like super max out right now. Are, are most um, people just doing one video with you or is it typically these brands want Three a to suite. four, yeah, right? yeah. It, it depends. We call that a suite. A in suite the of video, Andrew. like a, a suite. I I, <laughs> I understood you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the only suite I know is at sport games. That's right. It's the best place to sit. Everyone knows that. This is true. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So it just depends. So okay. some clients would be like, "We are launching this product line. We want one video for each thing, or we're doing a holiday campaign and we need eight weeks worth of content, or you know that kind of thing." So, so it just it, depends. I'm, or what is it more normal now at this stage? Like, do you only try to take sweets? Yes. Since no. it's bigger mm-hmm. and more. No. Okay. No. So like the job I did for Philly cream cheese is thirty seconds, and so that 
you, I mean, if you have that many seconds, you're animating, you just add a big zero at the end, right. if not another zero at the end of like what you're shooting because you have so much animation to do. Sure. But also like a video that's that long and has multiple scenes and has a lot of different elements, um, you want to take a lot of time to produce that video. So like that video, it's like, I'm going to schedule out a month to like produce that video and yeah, I don't know. It's like when you're doing that and you get set up in your studio, mm-hmm. Is that the only setup you're using? Or like, are you doing multiple jobs at the same time yeah. because of how you're set up? Yeah. So we're usually, I don't know what it is. It's what—it's this like creative thing where it's like when it rains, it pours. It's like when one client is like, hey, want to do a video? Simultaneously, I, I another, I always do things in threes. Like that, and that's not intentional. But clients always come to me in threes. There's always three clients I'm working for and producing at the same time in the same timeline. It's just line. a universal thing. Because like the, the whole when it thing. rains, it pours is totally true. Yeah. yeah. And things comes in like threes. Yeah. Like, it's so weird how it's, that. It is the weirdest thing. Is. Every once in a while I'll have like a fourth and I'm like, what? <laughs> how did I get a fourth client? <laughs> but no, things come. But when for, it rains, it pours. It, it does. <laughs> so I'll usually be producing multiple things at a time. So just different setups in your studio? Um, no. So they're usually in, in, in around the same phase, but it's like, I'll go do all the prop shopping for all the jobs in one day. And I'll just take a huge day for prop shopping. And then I have a studio where I have like, I have so many tables. It's like this table's for Sesame street this table's for philadelphia cream cheese this table's for play-doh this table you know like notice you know. these brands and she's very I actually casual so i, I was actually have not shot earlier, for play-doh like, i have not shot a- for play-doh play-doh please hire me i just i did shoot for a dough company called dough parlor they're right. based out of canada their dough smells amazing it's like scented dough uh-huh. well it's amazing wow. uh, i was gonna say we need a little like sound bite that says like no big deal no big after deal. every company name that yeah. like <laughs> so i was doing this thing with martha, martha stewart no big deal. and no big deal <laughs> oh my gosh it's crazy uh, pepsi Nestle, yeah. netflix <laughs> no big deal <laughs> so, warner brothers crap. So, no big deal <laughs> this is in have you have you gotten to the point where you don't work with a lot of small business now because because you've earned the right to charge for what you want to do mm-hmm. that you maybe priced yourself out of what small business yeah. do? Yes and no. If you come to me with something that I want to do, I'll do it. Okay. You know, and and I and you know, so I went through this time. Um, two years ago, I gave birth to my first and only at the moment child, <laughs> and it was like a crazy birth, really intense, and it like worked my body. It ended up we ended up doing a C section, all that stuff, and then three months later, so I won a car from. <laughs> Hold on. So, Hold on. Sorry. 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 Can for I ha- you? <laughs> for having a baby, you won a car? No, no, no. no. So wow. prior to having the baby, there's this there's this contest where it's like make a video for audible.com, the, the audiobook company. I listen to audiobooks oh, like, I love audible. like no one's business. Uh-huh. I like go I just eat them up because I animate for 40 hours yeah. at a time. So I love Audible. There I they sent out this email being like, we're doing this contest where we're giving away 20 cars, create a video of why you love Audible, oh and gosh. we'll choose 20 people to get cars to. So I I was like, I don't have any clients right at this moment. I'm going, actually, I think I did have a couple, but I was like, I'm going to make video. I'm going to make a video. And wow. I ended up winning <laughs> this like really expensive car. <laughs> I won like a Volvo XC60, Holy totally crap. tripped out. I got it and had four miles on it. They upgraded the sound system to be like this $5,000 Bose sound. It was amazing. And I won this car. So after I give birth to my baby two weeks later, and I mean, I'm in all sorts of like state of after having C-section and that stuff, we go pick up this car 
has four miles on it. Three months later, we're driving next to Seven Peaks and we're just heading to get slab pizza. Love slab pizza. Um, and um, there's this kid who was texting while he was driving. And I was sitting in the back next to my baby and he got, uh, we were coming around this corner and he was going straight because he was texting. He didn't realize there was a turn. And so he got my door and it shattered my shoulder. I have a scar that goes like from here oh. to here. And um, it shattered my shoulder. And um, three weeks later, we were supposed to move to Philadelphia for my husband's postdoctoral research. And so we're just like trying to figure out figure out everything like how do we i had to go in for surgery they had to reconstruct the shoulder but i also have a three-month-old baby who i can't take care of with only one arm so like how do i change diapers or get him out of his crib or any of those things with a single arm like how do you change a poopy diaper with one arm (laughs) anyways and so i ended up um living with my parents for a month while my husband like set up our house in Philadelphia while I started to heal. And then I moved over to Philadelphia and, and work got really slow um, because I had, I was saying no to everything. I couldn't physically animate and take care of a three month old baby. And I'm not by a studio. I I'm in my parents' home. So work was super slowed down, but I had won this car and um, fast forward. My husband and I decided, okay, so Okay, <laughs> I, I broke my shoulder on Saturday and I was supposed to start filming for this really massive grocery store chain starting on Monday. And I didn't have the ability to do it, but my husband had defended his PhD on Friday. So Friday, PhD defense, Saturday, car accident, Monday, we start shooting. And I couldn't afford to lose this client because I needed the money to pay for surgery and all like moving to Philadelphia, all that kind of stuff. So I said, yes. And we postponed the surgery and with a broken arm, I was like all like slinged up and broken arm. I animated the entire 30 second commercial with one hand, (laughs) which took exponentially more hours than it should have. And I'm like, on Percocet. <laughs> I'm like You're really, really creative. Then. <laughs> I'm like, I have so many great ideas right now. But also, like, my husband stepped in and started animating with me. We flew in my sister who helped. He That's the first time. Well, I mean, we he'd always done stuff with me. I mean, he's been around the whole process yeah. for all these years, but that was the first time that he had dedicated time to like really be a part of the production aspect. And so it wasn't until later when we moved to Philadelphia, he's like, you know what? I really enjoyed working with you. And that's kind of like what gave us that spark right. of like, let's work together. And so we start working. So we decided while we're living in Philly, we're going to go back to Utah and we're going to start working together because we have this house that has a studio that we kind of built a studio into. Um, and so we're like, we're going to go back. But all that time in Philadelphia, I only took on like a few clients just because I'm still recovering. I have this new baby. I'm in this new place. And um, I just, everything was really slow. I also wasn't posting on social media very much. I was just kind of trying to figure out like this new normal. Right. So uh, my husband and I start working together, and then we find out we own we owe because of we won that car taxes. Oh, yeah. Taxes. People never figure that. Well, I mean, I mean, I know we're gonna. I mean, we and the thing is, they gave us ten thousand dollars up front to pay the taxes on the car. Oh, they did. They did. They gave us. Oh cash. wow! Most people don't do that. Yeah, they gave us a cash payment, but that all went into surgery. Yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> last summer, we get this tax bill. We pay it. We had $54 in our bank account and we had just started working together that week. And our stress level was just like through the roof. Like we didn't have money to buy 
anything. And guys, like this is last summer. This isn't like wow. a long time ago. Not not this past 2020 summer, but 2019 summer. Right. We had nothing like nothing and it was just like we were eating ramen and like you know and but the thing is i'm shooting for all these big clients and doing all this great stuff but like life circumstances has brought us to this point where it was like oh man we have no money right now because we've been paying for surgeries and moving and this crazy tax bill and were you protected i want to go back to the car uh Oh, yeah. Had you been in the other car that you had before the Volvo? We would have died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's something there. There is. Right? I, there is like a huge, massive intervention. Holy crap. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot more to it. Because I was going to say, Volvos are pretty known for like... Safety rating. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you would have been toast. Had we would have. Been, we were. We were. Had previously been driving this like little tiny Hyundai Sonata that's like really old and doesn't have the safety safety features. We could go into this story is like a. There's a lot of amazing miracles along the road. I was going to say because that that's the theme I'm picking up on. Like, yeah, someone's looking out. Someone's looking out. But we, I mean, I we were just running to slab. Slab is two miles away from my house, and so right. we didn't bring our phones. Yeah, but that is like you know and they need so, to put like a big. Like flashing red light because college kids don't are so freaking oblivious. Not just driving, but walking. Like driving through those neighborhoods over there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They're on their phones. On your toes. Like they don't feel like they have to stop for cars. They just walk across streets. And they'll be on their phone. They won't even know you're coming a lot of times. And I'm just like, please, 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 just please don't text and drive. Please be safe. Uh, Because also, uh, one of the things that I, okay. Lots of miracles. One of them, we didn't have our phones when we left for slab, but that thing that our car had this on-call system. Oh the second we hit, I was like, I, I had hit my face. My face is bleeding. I had hit, like my leg was bleeding. My arm had been shattered and I knew it had popped out. My baby, who's three months old, is next to me. He's sobbing and we're, we didn't have a way to contact anyone. So the on-call thing came on. They're like, hi, we see that you have been in an accident. Would you like us to send an ambulance? We said, yes, please. And the ambulance was filling up at the Maverick right next to the Seven Peaks. And they were there in 45 seconds. And so we had immediate attention. I mean, there's there's a, so many like really miraculous things that happened around the time of that that accident. But, oh. and then I called I, my uh, a friend of mine who we were meeting for pizza. I ended up getting a hold of her with someone else's phone. She showed up and she's like, here, you can have my phone. I called my mom. I was like, mom, we've been in this accident. And she was on a, she got in the car, she was on a plane and she was at my house before we got home from the hospital. Like my my mom's amazing. Where does she live? (laughs) In Arizona. Okay. So she was on a plane at my house and ready to take care of my baby before we even got home from the hospital. And I had a little brother who lives right next to seven peaks and he was able to come and pick up the baby from the scene of the accident. And anyways, it was just I mean, so crazy, (laughs) but, uh, but also like a lot of really cool things happened because of it. And a lot of really amazing blessings. Like my husband and I, we would not be working together right at this moment if we hadn't had that experience of working together post accident. I mean, there's a lot of really cool things, but I think I'll call students (laughs) an idiot, but you know, yeah, got some blessings from it too. Yeah. I mean, how's the Volvo? It it got totaled. Oh, it's so it's gone. Yeah, I mean, it, our, the force of impact knocked the wheels off of it. But at least it's you like totaled a car worth of dough. 
<laughs> you guys get another nice car, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, something like that. Um, and you were alive. And we're alive. So that's so a bonus. That's really nice. Side, yeah, Side but, bonus. But I think all alive. that came from you asking the question about pricing, like how I take on jobs. Yeah. So at that time, we would take on anything anything like you will pay us a thousand dollars we will do a stop motion for you right. you want to pay us five hundred dollars we will do a stop motion video for yeah. you just because it's like we need grocery money we need mortgage we need to pay our mortgage um so that was like a, a crazy time so as a freelancer i ha- i give myself permission to take on jobs at any dollar amount if it's something that i want to do or something i need to do because okay. that that changes and so right now best way for people to hire you is it finding you on social um, just like email me, trishazemp at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough. <laughs> just shoot me an email. Um, yeah. But I mean, we're definitely, now that we've been working together for a year and we've put in some like solid time and we've worked for some really cool clients, we're we're dev- we're in a very comfortable place compared to where we were after our accident and all, right. all that. It's time for a so. blue check mark for you, by the way. <laughs> right? The people she's working with? Yeah. It's time for a blue check mark. So... Uh, we could go on for a lot more about this because this right. is fascinating, but I have to learn more about Golden Coil and oh, how yeah. that came to be. Oh, Because I am that. like, I told Jerem, I'm like a closet planner nerd. Uh-huh. Like, I love them clos- You think you're closet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like like physical planners. Like I have a oh, stack yeah. of them in my house. Like whenever I read a book, I'm like, oh, there's a planner. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> and I buy it. And I've, I've tried so many. So when Jerry told me, I was like, okay, so... I'm going to geek out on the planner stuff a little bit. So I want to know about it. Let's do it. So as if everything else you are doing isn't enough. Because seriously, I feel like we can have like three separate podcasts. Right. Accident podcasts, stop motion podcasts. We haven't even talked about kids camps. You got kids camps (laughs) blew up. Oh, like, well, let's, we need to talk about that before we jump into if Golden Coil. If you want, coil. we can cut this into two podcasts. We can do a Golden Coil podcast. You can but, reintroduce me. And I'll be like, I'm here to talk yeah. about Golden Coil. <laughs> but we do need to talk about kid camps because that's what you do with Jared. Yeah. So so We didn't even talk about that. Kid camps. So when I was living in Philadelphia and I was kind of like low on clients, I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to teach stop motion to kids because that's how I started. And it's such a fun, creative process. So I made this stop motion camp and like, wah, wah, like not a lot of people came to take it. Yeah, right. it's online it's online but like we i had like some amazing people take it in the beginning but there was no traction and i'm like no 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 i really want kids to like love this and enjoy this and make videos and i want to see what they make and all that kind of stuff but they're just nobody was super into it fast forward to 2020 there's this thing called a global pandemic that hits <laughs> the united states the world and i decided we were on the verge of just turning off the website and just like letting everyone download the class and i was like you know what because we, you know, we don't want to pay the web hosting fees and all that kind of stuff. I was like, you know what? I talked to my husband. I'm like, what if we just gave it away for free? What if we just gave it away to whoever wants it? There are so many kids right now who are like scared. They right. don't, they don't know what's happening. They're stuck at home. And, and parents who yeah. are scared and don't know what's happening. And there's a lot of like super stressed out kids. If we could give them like a creative outlet, something new that they can learn, something that they could make progress on and make something fun and creative and exercise those like creative juices, even at home, it might take some stress off of some like really worried parents right now, especially as these kids are like no more activities, no seeing friends. Like let's see if we can facilitate doing something fun. And I thought 20 people would download the camp. So I, I gave it away for free and I said, just like tag me on your Instagram stories and I'll send you a code to get in for free. So there was, there was like some like social transaction there. I didn't want to just like be like, 
just have it, you know? Right. So there was a little bit of a social transaction there. I was like, post about it on your stories and I will send you code for free. And like story posting isn't like a big deal. Everyone posts stories all the time. Um, and so I, I put that up and I was like, tw- like 20 people are going to ask for the code and like share it to your social, social media. Cause I didn't have like a huge following. I had like 20,000 followers on Instagram that I don't have like a ton of clout. Well, I got 70,000 DMs. <laughs> hold on, hold on. 70,000 DMs? 70,000 direct messages. I employed every single one of my siblings and their spouses and their friends to jump into my Instagram account and start sending out the code to people. Instagram flagged me and they're like, you're not to send messages anymore because you've sent out 70,000 <laughs> messages in two weeks. It was crazy. So uh, to so this why not point, just post it at that point? <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? No, we 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 should have, but we we didn't. We ended up just like honoring the like the process sure. and just had like people doing it on the back end. Um so we have had t- over 20,000 families complete the class. But it was this really cool thing when like kids were stressed out during coronavirus to have this outlet and I was receiving thousands of videos That's so every cool. day. Are you still doing kids. that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if people wanted it they can still yeah you can go there's an instagram post you. on my thing and it says like stop motion kids camp and it's like an animation if you look at it at that post um you, there's the instructions there and you can share it and i'll still give you the code for free at, at this moment anyways that's um, awesome and so anyways we, we started getting all these kids videos and they are i mean four-year-olds making these amazing videos and i was just it was like what i wanted to happen was like kids really like fall in love with the process and get creative and you know it's also um a very um it's one of these processes where it takes dedication it's not instant gratification and so i think that's a good thing for kids to learn as well is like this process that you put time and energy and love into and then the reward comes later yeah and so anyways amazing but i had all these kids like hundreds of kids reached out and said i want to learn how to do this with legos can you teach us how to do it with Legos? And I'm like, <laughs> I've never done like a professional animation with Legos. I've only ever done this as a kid. And I have like zero expertise to come at you for Legos. <laughs> like, I don't know. So I was thinking about this and Jared Jacobs, who you guys have had on the podcast before, we had a mutual friend and I saw that he was like on a live with that mutual friend. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if he would want to teach a Lego class. And so I just like on an Instagram live that he was on one day with like a a mutual friend of ours was like, Hey dude, on the live, want to teach a Lego class for kids? And on the live, he's like, yes, Trish, let's do it. (laughs) And I was like, all right. So you guys didn't know each other before that. (laughs) We didn't know each other. So we just start like messaging and emailing each other. And then a couple weeks later, he was down here in Utah and we filmed a Lego class. And so we. I love that. That's how he works. The Canadian, the Canadian tornado was introduced. <laughs> Which to I'm home. also Canadian. Are you serious? You are? I am serious. He came to my house and he's like, "I'm from Canada." I'm like, "Me too." Oh my gosh. We, we are just a couple of minutes away. Through from Arizona each other. too. There's so many Canadians in Arizona. They want yeah. that heat. Oh man, my parents. Where in Canada did you grow up? Cardston, Alberta. No way. Yeah, are there quite a few LDS people in Cardston, oh, Alberta? Yeah. Like that's like more the Mormon populous spot. than like Provo. Like there's wow. more you like Mormons per capita in Cardston than there are. I can't Provo believe. Stuff. So I grew up playing hockey ever since I was little. Oh yeah, and I've never been to Canada. 
Well, and my you, grandma's from Canada. You need to go. Well, they won't let us in now. You need to go. Border is closed. Another time. <laughs> but not the other direction. We need to start talking about that. Like, keep the Canadians out. Until they let us in, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> That's a good idea. Jeez. <laughs> so you and Jared got together then and yeah. you created a Lego kids camp. Yeah. A Lego camp for kids teaching stop motion, specifically with Legos, minifigures and bricks and stuff. And it's so fun. I'm happy you did that because Jared would never, ever do it on his own. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually talking to him about that. I'm like, dude, you are not organized. And I was like, yeah, I would have never been able to do this. So I'm really happy that Trish reached out to me that we could do this together. Well, I am grateful for Jared for taking the time to like put all that energy into this because the kids so far that have taken this class they love it. And oh, it's like sure. the perfect like Christmas gift. If you're giving Legos anyways, like give them something that can get more life out of their Legos. Cause like right. Legos, you build it. That's cool. It goes in the Lego bucket. And then maybe you pull that Lego bucket out like twice a month to just like fiddle around. But if you're giving like Lego for Christmas, add on the stop motion camp and then kids can animate them and like get more time and use out of their Lego. For so sure. I think it's it's so fun. And Jared also like I come at stop motion from a very feminine perspective and I've never really done animation with like a guy before. And so like having like having the the younger boys that are taking these stop motion classes have a more masculine approach to like we're, do the like, sports things. Yeah, and we did we did basketball, like how to make them jump in basketball. We did how to make announcers talk. We did how to do golf. We did, you know, all these more sports related things where like my initial camp was like, we're going to make a Play-Doh cloud and it's going <laughs> to rain rainbows. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, man. So here's how to yell at your husband. Stop motion. <laughs> Lego. See, and that adds a whole different element. Did he follow you before? Like him yeah, being yeah. a stop motion guy? Because uh-huh. you're kind of the OG, right? So he knew you. Yes. So of course he's just like, yes, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I don't know wow. if that's true. He's got way more online clout than I do. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and it is funny because it does ha- add a whole. I'm I'm watching these right now, mm-hmm. and just the little previews that you have. And I mean, doing stop motion is one thing, but doing it with Lego has got to make it even more tedious right it is i mean it's tedious he does such a good job but i i love the way that he approaches teaching kids because um jared and and the way he told me that he so he likes to animate eight frames per second which takes out which means in eight pictures you have a whole second of animation and for kids that's and he said you know do it at six if you want for kids that's really really achievable um to do what is yours Oh, I, I normally am like 15 frames a second. Oh um, so like double the amount of frames for the same amount of time. Wow. Okay. Um, or, or sometimes like 24 if you're creating something super cinematic. But a lot of times my sweet spot is like 12 to 15. Um, but like being able to tell kids like this is how Jared does it. And you can do this at six frames. You can do this at eight frames. It makes it really achievable for kids to get some really fun results. And he teaches them some hacks too to take some shortcuts. So you can create really cool animations with Legos. And I should show you this. Um, we just got this kid who sent us a Star Wars. He recreated the scene from like the ending scene from star wars where like anakin has like the lava like, oh sorry gosh. the lava like on him and he's like losing his limbs and he's like Holy fighting crap. so they have this like lightsaber fight him and obi-wan i think yeah. and then he's like cutting off limbs and anakin's like covered in lava and it was 
it was like cinematic brilliance from from like a, like an eight year old, and I was like, I bow to you because this is so cool. I'm gonna have Dodger do. I feel like Dodger would be into this. Oh, for like, sure, he would be. What a way cool into outlet. It. Yep. You know, we need some damn outlets too right now. <laughs> right. I'm about ready to kill some kids. <laughs> I can't. Even, I can't believe my wife's even like sane right now. Like they are so damn bored. <laughs> Oh, we'll get, so yeah. Well, Lego time. You got all the codes you want. You that, just oh, download so it on nice. every device and you teach those kids Lego oh, animation. They'll have so much fun. It really is a well, blast. I'll teach your uh, stop motion barbecue class whenever you're ready. Oh, <laughs> is that is that real offer? Because that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. I bet it That'd would be, work. That would be right? a, such a cool little clip like to do like your uh, barbecue like stop motion. Something or, oh, interesting. Yeah. Let's do, do it. it. Series for of codes. informational YouTube clips about barbecue that we just teach via stop motion. That I'm would in. Be really cool. It would be so cool. And also, my husband would be like, "I'm there." <laughs> <laughs> my husband is like the best. He loves cooking. He's a really great cook. Wow. But, but yeah, he better be a PhD. He he he's, he's pretty got good. the mind for it. He's got the mind to be a chef. Here's the thing, though. Do barbecue have... might be too simple for him. <laughs> well, barbecue takes so much patience. It... We bought a smoker and we ended up selling our smoker. <laughs> Oh really? We're like we do not live the smoking life. It's, it's was a it a pellet smoker? Uh, it was a Traeger. Yeah. So yeah, pellet smoker. You it's, don't need to it, do anything with those. Just a, throw it on and forget I, it. I know, but it takes forethought. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm like an does. instant gratification person. Where I'm like, just grill me a steak. I'm Says hungry. Stop motion. Forty hours. I know. Isn't that so funny? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I truly think smoking is like a lifestyle. Like it, you, it, it, it takes like, planning and time and forethought. Well, and but, and we will have another smoker when we have patio space like we just live yeah we, we don't have a ton of space so it's sure. like we could have a grill or a smoker so see i always tell people i'm good at barbecue because i'm easily distracted that's nice because a lot of people ruin barbecue because they want to play with it all the time they yeah. want to open it up and they want to check on it smoking. yeah honestly like the best thing you can do is throw it on there and just get about it go do your thing like, yeah just leave it alone come back everybody's like fire. do you smoke and like, no i have camp yeah <laughs> Well, it's good to have your people, right? We yeah. need to have expert friends. We all need to be good at something. Definitely. So, but yeah, I mean, it's true. It's probably the same way you look at stop motion. Like you don't look at it as tedious and patient. And I mean, it's the same thing for me. Like I, I always look at it like, well, it's because I have ADD that I'm good at. But it's it. like, also I don't, part of your lifestyle. Like you, yeah, you know, like you know all the things. It's, it's, it's true. I think smoking and having that talent is amazing because well, it's nice it's, it's a really cool i think when i teach people that's where you can kind of see it like yeah I, you do kind of have it or you don't mm-hmm. type of thing anybody can learn to do it for sure yes but so i had an idea we should do a giveaway of the lego course We'd this week when the podcast comes out yeah let's that do it that would be very cool let's we do it, should guys, do that we can do a giveaway however many codes you want we can also do like a discount code for your listeners if they want it we like love it. like 30 percent off code all caps nitty gritty yes yeah Okay. I'll make this that. is going to be a popular one. <laughs> yeah. we, we do I'll codes with tonight. a lot of our guests. Yeah. But this one I can see because we have a lot of female listeners, like a lot of moms. Oh, awesome. everyone's wanting this would be Christmas present awesome for a Christmas kid. present for <laughs> well, the kids. Well, yes. I'll go make the code tonight. All caps, nitty gritty. Hey, nitty gritty. Get thirty percent off the camp. Okay. Um, and we'll do a giveaway too. Whatever you guys want, have as many codes as you want. Give it all away. You see Jared's hat. Jared made me that hat with up on top. Up on the top. Sweet. Isn't that crazy? Like that's a brick. He had like and bricks and mini Bam bricks Bams printed on the shirt. That is so cool. So. That was awesome. So yeah. Okay. It does say Bam Bams. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Isn't that cool? 
Jared has all the hookups. He, he does. <laughs> I was pretty excited about it. They gave it to me at the BYU football game, and I'm like, how am I supposed to carry this out? Like, it's a It's a masterpiece. Yeah. That anyway. So cool. Yeah, pretty neat. Well, I meant to bring you guys planners and stuff, but we're selling out. We have no inventory. I was gonna say, I'm getting my GM. So let's let's transition <laughs> okay, into that. Planners. Okay, planners. Because the planner thing is, I kind of, when we were first starting, I was kind of going through the designing. That's what I was doing on my laptop right oh, here. I've gone down the rabbit hole of trying oh, to my design gosh. one. I'm like, my GM Annie's going to freak because she is still like, she has to have her book, yeah. right? Oh, she is going to love this thing. They yeah. are amazing. Okay. How did this come to be? It couldn't be further away from stop motion. It, well, I guess. So when I was doing school, I didn't have an effective planning solution. I would hand bind my own kind of like planners and notebooks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You would hand, you would hand bind. <laughs> what does that even mean? Well, I mean, so I actually took, I took a book binding class at BYU and I, I learned how to hand bind, but I also would, sometimes I would just like create the layout that I wanted. I would add in some storyboard pages. I'd add in some blank pages. I'd add in some to-do list pages. And I just like take it to Staples and I'd be like, can you put a coil on this thing? You know? And so I kind of like created my own hack job solution to help me because the way I was doing school and like clients and all this stuff wasn't, I could just go buy a planner from Staples and it worked for me. I kind of created my own little hack job solution and that was fine. And I just have all these like really random handmade planners. Um, and I know that there were actually a lot of people doing that because I'd have some friends that were like, yeah, I just make my planners too because there's just nothing that works for me. And anyway, so my sister, she's like opposite spectrum. She was a dance major. Everything in her life was appointment based. Like this is when I have this class. I have this class, this class. I teach at this time. And it was just, she had this insane schedule just like every 30 minute was like blocked out with right. with what she had to do during the day and mine was just like complete these projects yeah. <laughs> you know like there was no like time stamp yeah. on yeah. anything it was shopping list <laughs> yeah no here. yeah exactly yeah. and so we planned so differently and so my parents they moved from canada to arizona um while we were in college and we wanted to get a present for my mom for mother's day and at this point she you know my mom had seven kids and she taught us organizational planning we had this color-coded calendar i was purple michelle was yellow emily was pink like i can see it in my brain and it was like dance and piano and soccer you know like all those things yeah. on this giant calendar and the seven kids are color-coded and in moving to arizona she now only had three kids at home and we're like she she needs something but doesn't need that same system anymore. So we're like, let's get her a planner for Mother's Day. So my sister and I, we got in the car, we headed to Salt Lake and we hit up like every store we could think of. And we looked online. We, we Anyways, we were driving home from like the paper store up in like Murray. And we we're like, okay, there, there's there got to be a solution. Firstly, we couldn't agree on what kind of planner my mom needed. I'm like, she doesn't have tons of stuff going on. We should probably need something that's more project-based, more to-do list, more space for like meal planning and stuff. And my sister's like, but she still has to like pick up kids from school and get them to dance. So she probably needs more time tracking. And we like couldn't agree on like, what is the most ideal planner for our mom? And I'm like, there's gotta be a solution for this. So we looked online, there's gotta be a custom solution. The other problem we ran into was it's May calendars like planner started in january yeah. or they're going to start academic calendar year so either we're going to give her a planner she's like tear out all the front pages on or we're going to give her a planner that's going to sit in her closet until it's right. time to use it if she remembers we gave it to her yeah right and so we we're like how 
there's got to be a way that we can go online and we can just choose a start date and choose an end date. And so we looked and there was nothing. There's nothing online where we could customize what we wanted. And the other big thing I thought was a problem every time we go to buy a planner is, oh, I love this layout, but I love that cover. And it was never like, I love the layout and the cover. This is the perfect planner <laughs> for me. Like it was always, you were always giving up something so that you could have I always wanted, like the layout was always most important. If I could get the right layout, then at least it would be functional in my life. But there was never, you could get all the things and have it start when you want and have it end when you want. And so. So why not, why not an at like, why did you, why was it paper that was so important to you? Because at this time, I mean, there's a million apps, right? I don't know. There's just something about writing it down on paper. There's so many people that still do that, right? Yeah. Like, so what's funny, I love paper planners. Really? Do like, you use them? Uh-huh. So like I, I, I'm digital everything, but I love the act. Yeah. And there's actually a lot of science behind it on why you still use papers. Like the most highly productive people in the world still use paper planners. Huh. This is fact. I don't doubt that. Buy paper planners. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could nerd out on this. I was going to say. Also planners. So why do you still do it in so there? Planners are digital. Both. Because I want a digital so it's convenient so I can see. Right. More than anything, it's calendaring uh-huh. is the main digital asset. But like for planners and other kinds of it's things. Dreaming. It's goals. Interesting. It's like like the, so planners. the physical act of writing, like the pen to paper, that physical act See, reading, I feel like, is kind of that way. Like, I only listen to books, too. Mm-hmm. But when I do occasionally read one, I remember so much more. Yeah. Like, and well, it's probably I had a friend similar. who recently talked to me about how um, she uses her digital planner for scheduling. And she puts her schedule into her paper planner as well. Right. But the paper planner is more an avenue for, like, dreams, goals, right. li- you know, like, things that are a little bit more than... You got to be at Bam Zams at eleven o'clock to yeah, film a podcast, yeah. you know, to record a podcast. You know, it's, it's so more than that. Work together well, that act, yeah. it, if you're ever trying to change or learn a behavior, you have to disrupt the thought pattern which the writing does. Well, As everyone a, knows that. Opposed to just, just kidding. online and digital. <laughs> Interesting. And, I mean, I believe in writing. I wrote down, hey, I want to work for Bath and Body Works. And three weeks later, I had a, I had a thing from Bath and Body Works saying, please work for us. And I went, Oh, yes. my gosh. <laughs> I may or may not have like my planner wish list on my iPad, like of all these checkboxes, like if I would create one, really? this is th- these are the pages I would have. This is the functionality, like types of folder, coil or non. Like, yeah, Andrew's a real I nerd. Like I didn't know. I didn't know about all this stuff. That's in- I like it. I need to I see do that too. list. It's pr- yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. He's such a smart guy, but interesting. Yeah, I crazy. just feel so worthless when I talk about this stuff with people because there's no planning that sounds like. Unless you send it to me and it's in the calendar for me. Like, I never write things down in the calendar, ever. Well, I can't barbecue. To oh. each their own. We oh, all have yeah. our own strengths. <laughs> but maybe I'll use because these are cool. They're really cool. Because if I was to plan, I could see me doing this before using apps and stuff. Yeah. Holy I I crap. love it because I I... I can I can open up my planner show you, but my day is not time based. It is just like I have three massive to do lists. One is for Golden Coil, one is for my stop motion stuff, and the other one's for like all the life things that I need to right, do. Right, you know, right. <laughs> like I need to like car insurance and you know that right. kind of stuff. So, um, I so you went from looking for a gift to your mom, yeah. So then you guys realized, okay, that's not out there. 
Yes. And so we're like, we, we could do this. We could totally do this. And so we started researching what would it take? And we put all like all of our wish list kind of down on paper and thought, okay, how do we make this happen? And we started reaching out to printers saying, this is what we want to do. We got our first quote back to print, bind, ship, and dro- like fulfill, like drop ship a planner custom mm-hmm. one off would cost us two hundred and eighty four dollars whoa and we were like <gasps> and, and that's like not even us making a profit that's not just like, like yeah. franklin covey money like back <laughs> when those things were a big deal like people would drop some money on those but yeah not that much I, and so we were like well that's not possible so we did like three years of serious research we reached out to every printer we're like okay maybe big printers would be better no maybe small mom and pop shop printers would be better no maybe medium-sized printers would be better (laughs) like we just reached out to everyone i think we reached out to over 200 something printers saying can you do this for us and eventually through some contacts we found um a printer and they gave us a price that we're like okay we can run with that like we can that's okay enough that we can put a little bit of profit margin over top of that and we can sell a product and it's going to be expensive. But a lot of that too is quality. Like we didn't want to give you a custom planner that was going to come with a laminated cover and a plastic coil. If you're going to put the time into like dreaming and coming up with a perfect planner for yourself, it needs to come and it needs to be a beautiful experience. Um, I'm just like a huge paper lover and quality stickler. And so I'm like, it has to be quality. So by the time we had the quality plus all the like a human being has to like print it, coil it, punch it, put the covers on. Like by the time we get all that done, um, it was still like a big price tag. So our planners are more expensive, but it's because there's a lot that goes into making them. Sure. And they're also, I would say though, invaluable as a tool in your life. So anyways, we found a printer who could do it at a good price and then we needed to find developers. So we went to this developer up in Salt Lake and they were like, it's going to cost you $1 million to make the application. And we're like, <laughs> we don't have well, a million So just so people know, talking about, because when you go on, mm-hmm. there's different sections and you get to customize the layout. I mean, we are yeah. joking like, it's a calendar. Well, do I want a one-page calendar, a two-page calendar, a weekly calendar, a, a daily monthly calendar. calendar, a daily calendar, yeah. a, bo- a bullet point calendar? It's just like yeah, and and our so our app you can start what you can start whatever day you want. So you choose your start date, you choose your end date, but also you can upload your contacts like from your phone to print into your address book. Because like one of the most tedious things every time you get a new planner is like oh let me fill in my address book. So if you want to, you can do that. But a lot of people have it digitally, so. Now you have the option to not put in an yeah. address book and and like not waste those pieces of paper. Sure. Um, and so you can do that, but you can also upload your calendar events. So if you have like family birthday calendar or if you have like specific things that, um, you know, happen so throughout the cool. year, you can print that and it will show up on your day and it'll show up on your month. So it's kind of this really cool way of like hybrid planning where you have this digital aspect, but you also get it in paper form, which I think is really cool. Um, I'm really excited about this. I just want the mask. <laughs> in a certain color <laughs> like with that date yeah. showing the masters yeah i want like glitter green <laughs> wow. so sorry so we like, don't have glitter or green dang it this sucks i don't want to just have to use your own glitter yeah we're gonna start evergreen planners <laughs> you should right just and it starts on the date of the masters ends on the day of the masters. on the day of the masters <laughs> it's a week yeah <laughs> just a no the next sorry and every the, the, day is it starts with... from the masters this year goes to the masters next year and then people could do super bowl to super bowl oh, i like it right this yeah. is it's a masculine version <laughs> yeah 
Sweet. I'll sell you my idea. <laughs> Thank you. For one I, planner. I want a golden coil planner. All right. Sounds good. Deal. It's done. That would actually be hysterical, though, because you can add preloaded events. Maybe we should right. add, like, the dude planner event. That's what I'm like, saying. All of the You need to sell oh a gosh, jazz one with, like, all of the games preloaded. That would. Oh, oh you your sports your team schedule? Your license, like, they're, oh. they're the sports on the front. You guys, my dad is huge into sports. Oh, he he has brought so these things to cool. our attention multiple times. Oh, my um, gosh. Because schedules are usually done, you know, at least a year or two in advance. Pre right? COVID. Pre COVID, yeah. Well, I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I dig it. Lots of I like it. But what we, you can upload a CSV. So okay. what we could do is just create like a big blog post that's like, here are all the sports teams in their calendars, download this, and then just right. put it in your planner. Uh -huh. That way it doesn't have to like live on the app. For sure. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, there's not a lot of dudes that buy planners. <laughs> <laughs> we do have some like super diehard dudes that buy our planners and like love them, but mostly it's women right <laughs> and that's kind we can of change who, that we're that's gonna kind of who we it. cater to yeah. even though our audience is 85 percent women yeah well they have they have dudes in their life i think it's really funny that your guys's podcast isn't that so funny women. especially <laughs> like when you walk in here too yeah you yeah walk in, <laughs> like, like the most like masculine office <laughs> ever barbecue restaurant who was taking pictures of it because they're like we're doing this design thing and we need it to have a background of like a man's office. Oh yeah, and they like took mm. pictures of this. Like I like it. Who was that? All the sports stuff was. It was Kristen Hudson, wasn't that? She was doing. I that, think it was. It, the I sex think it therapist. Was. Yeah, I think it was Kristen. Yep. So <laughs> I find. Anyway, the background very, of this place, very sexy. Is it right? I got beans over there. <laughs> Clorox wipes, <laughs> jerseys not hung up. Gnomes. Uh, yeah. Oh, my master. I just got the my Christmas master's one. Gnome. I was noticing that like today. It. That is, oh, Is this your so holiday cool. decor every, every holiday no, season? No. So the master's, the golf tournament this year for the first time ever, uh -huh. right? It's been going since the end of World War II. They had to cancel the normal date. It's generally in April. Yeah. And they did it in November. So their gnome, they do a gnome every year. Their gnome this year was Santa. And you'll never see that again, probably. That's incredible. So, yeah. So, That's those incredible. are the other two Masters tournaments I've been to. 18, 19, and then Santa's the 2020. Because nice. it was just last month. So, yeah, kind of cool. That is really cool. Yeah. So, no, he's staying up. I like it. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> anyway. That is so cool. So, yeah. now, like, with Golden Coil, do you guys... Do you ever like partner with companies and white label stuff or is it always just mm -hmm. yours? It's always just ours. We've had a lot of people approach us to do that, but we just don't have the like employee bandwidth to handle white labeling. Okay. And, you know, so right now it is just direct to consumer through our website. Um, yeah. Okay. That's just like how we keep everything really streamlined. Like, do you continue to like evolve like pages and design? Like, are you yeah. always doing that? Yeah. So we always launch about 10 new layouts every um, fall. Okay. And then we always add more to the covers and stuff. And we're going to be going into a, a big dev sprint this coming year. We're going to add a lot of new like development features to the, for the, to the ability to like make your planner, gotcha. just make everything a lot more streamlined. We like the process to be well designed and easy, but that's really hard when you're talking about like very particular calendar things. So it's like, how do you match like good user experience and a ton of capabilities? Because there's, I mean, we get questions all the time of like, can you do this in your planner? And it's like, that really would cost us a million dollars in development <laughs> to like add that to your planner. So there's like some things we can do, but we can't necessarily just like build Photoshop. Right. 
in our app kind of thing. Cause that's basically when we uh, approached our, for the first developer we asked, that's basically, he's like, so basically you want Photoshop on the web. And we're like, is that possible? And he's like, for a million dollars, it's possible. And we're like, oh, we'll, well, we're not ever going to have a million dollars. So anyway, so we ended up finding a development group based in Provo. Okay. Um, Verdad Tech and Bryce Brownlow. He's the guy that runs Verdad Tech, and he's awesome because he like, you know, sat me down in his office and was like, "All right, well, let's take your big wish list and let's let's pare it down and let's figure out like what can we offer first as like a trial and error process of like, you know, what do your customers really want? Do they just want custom fonts?" Or, or do they want, you know, like, and so we like went through this process and we kind of like brought it down to, you know, we can offer this and then we can grow from here. And so, you know, there's some more growth that we want to do, but I like super love where our app and stuff is at. Um, So TikTok. Yeah. So we've been running, we've been running our planner company for three years now. And I mean, we have been growing phenomenally each year. Yeah. We just had our big Black Friday sale. And it was awesome. And then out of nowhere, this girl who is now a friend, her name is Sarah. She posted this TikTok video. I could also recite it to you because I've watched it. So I'm, I'm a million of the views it has. <laughs> no. So it's this TikTok video. She's girl, this girl and she goes, um, I know that many of you don't know about this thing and the new year starts in a month. So I thought I would show you. It's called golden coil (laughs) she so she goes in and she talks about our planners and so michelle and i've talked about getting onto tiktok so many times because it's just this explosive platform right now but we're like are people are are people on tiktok is it just like teenagers that are dancing like how do (laughs) (laughs) you get served the kind of things you interact with (laughs) oh really is that it So oh. if you have a well, lot I mean, of I do like on your feed, I just, then so I didn't know that. That says something about you. So it's like the you. secret. <laughs> it's like the secret. <laughs> oh, that was really funny. funny. I think it was Oh, great. my gosh. That was funny. Who doesn't uh, like a nice skank, you know? <laughs> just kidding. Oh, uh, man. Like, mine, I get a lot of, like, business stuff. Like, here are three things to do Wait, to do you really? your business. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the algorithm, dog. It's the social network. It's going to feed you. It's going to feed you what you attract well, with. Well, I don't. I've, Do have- I'm never even on TikTok. I just well, know how it's gonna a lot you. of my daughter's friends like Dance post it. And- yes. Yeah. You're like, like, I'm doing the reggae. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that's not the dancing that I was seeing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, but so, yeah, so we didn't know if our audience was there. We're like, is it just a bunch of teenagers? We're like, we, and we, I mean, we put so much time and effort um, into how we, uh, how we, create content for social media you know like we have a blog manager who creates two blog posts a week and that blog content is put on um stories and then it's repurposed or pinterest and then you know like we just put so much energy and i really feel like any e-commerce business right now is just a content Uh making machine like you just have to make content So, so what is it on tiktok like is it everything like like age group wise like yeah, well, I mean, TikTok has everyone. TikTok it's has everyone. It just has, um, and especially like due to COVID, a lot of people joined over because it's this incredibly entertaining platform. I will say the few times that I've opened it because I have it just because my friend will send me yeah. like links. Yeah. And I get stuck for like 30 minutes every time. <laughs> yeah. There are it's some extremely so, clever, oh, yeah. funny are things so on funny. there. People are But so I thought funny. it was, I 
see, I thought it'd be like Snapchat. Like mm-hmm. I thought it would be younger, but you're saying it's kind of There's everybody at this kind point. Kind of everyone. And so this girl, huh. Sarah posts this. Was she like huge? No. Uh-uh. Nope. Not not big at all. Okay. That's the other weird thing about like, TikTok. Like my best friend Andrew has like a few hundred followers, but he has a few videos that have over a million views. Yeah. For real? TikTok. Yeah. The TikTok yeah. math works differently than other platforms. So like on Instagram, it's like, oh, we have 60,000 followers and our videos get 2,000 views, right? Yeah. Right. On TikTok, so after, so Sarah posts this video, it gets, right now it has like 3.6 million views. Sheesh. About a planner. About about a custom planner. <laughs> it Last I checked, and this was like a week ago, it had 400 and something no, at 42,000 shares where like 40,000 people like texted it to a friend, sent it to a friend on TikTok, you know, something like that. 40,000 people shared it. And also our website is not mobile compatible because of the app that you have to build your planner on. Yeah. And so all these people are interacting with our mobile site and then going to a desktop site and building planners, which is really cool. But anyway, so this girl posts this video on TikTok and we're like, uh, we're joining TikTok. So we made a TikTok and we duetted her and we were like, have you seen this video? This video just broke our website. And we talked about, cause my sister and I, we were, it was on cyber. Let's see. Sorry. It was on, it was on black Friday. No, she posted this on Saturday. Sarah posted her video on Saturday. And we're like looking, my, my husband was like doing some stuff on the website. And he's like, your website doesn't work. He's like, I, I can't get anything to load. What is going on? And I'm like, I don't know. So I call my sister. And I'm like, are you having problems with the website? Or is my internet just crap? Because my internet is crap. Right. <laughs> my sister's like, yeah, it's not loading for me either. And she's like, well, let me see what's going on on the back end of our site. And then she like, she was like, holy crap, Trisha, there are 900 people on our site making a planner at this moment. And I was like, what? Which normally like on a sale day, just like for perspective, we usually have like 200 people on the site making a planner. And she's like, there are 900 people on our site right now. Oh, now there's a thousand. Oh, now there's, you know, and it just like was crazy. And so we were like, talking we like called up our developers and we're like guys we need you to fix the site right now we need more bandwidth we need you know all this kind of stuff there's like the site's not working because there's so many people on our site and it blew up did it translate into sales like how many it, of those it definitely did yeah. <laughs> <Cheddar>. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it, well, see, one of the things i've always believed about golden coil is like it's such a cool product and it's such a cool um just like idea that if more people knew about us everyone would have a golden oil planner if, right. if you're a planner person like it's like the perfect planner and there's what? nothing to rival it like in my mind it is the best planner in the entire universe <laughs> and so the like body more language, people... you, you need to watch youtube for that part <laughs> listeners yeah. there was a lot of excitement in that body language right there like but she really believes that and i, love I it. do i do I, it's because i've had probably right. every single planner throughout you know like i've tried everything so how many people uh, buy two like how many people come back Lo- oh because uh, I could see me people. doing that, like loving it, and then I don't like, because I'm just like that. Like I, the idea of having the planner is so cool, Yeah. but then I would probably fizzle out on it because yeah. I don't follow through with anything. But how, I mean, do most people, do you see a lot of return yeah. customers? That's awesome. Yes. And our, the stats, I love old school things that the, are still thriving. The stats well, are really hard to track it. on that because a lot of people will purchase planners quarterly or they'll purchase them twice right. a year or right. or things like that. So it's really hard to actually track the statistic of how many people come back 
per calendar right. year, but it is significant. We so have can you a save, lot of return. Can you save your layout? Like, no, you have to go and remake it. Oh, okay. We, I mean, that's something we wanted to do from the beginning, but the I, but like having user logins and all that stuff just like makes it really it like selling them new stuff too. Like yeah, making them kind of go through that because it it was easy. It, yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy. really easy. And, and we launch new layouts really and cool. stuff every single time that it's always worth it. To go back. And, you and, want and, them to see the new stuff. Yes, but also, like, your life isn't the same year after year, That's you know? Yeah. And so, and, and I've, I have had a lot of these planners. I, I go through them every six months. And they have never been the same planner to planner. It always changes. You know, I once did it so that I had brain dump pages every single week. And then I realized, you know, I don't like chopping up my weeks between brain dump pages. So instead, I'm going to put them all at the beginning of the month and now i have a section of pages per month that i can use to just like download everything in my brain and you know and so my planner is different every six months and it's it's just like i'm getting closer and closer to like that perfect thing to work for me but i don't know if that's even attainable because next year my life will look different because instead of having a two and a half year old i'm gonna have a three and a half year old you know like your life totally true totally you almost want to change them every year i'm sure because i'm sure as you go through it and you have different goals every year. Like within right. our planner, you can put in recipe pages, meal planning pages, like right. health tracking, wellness, mood tracking. Like there's, I mean, you could do so many things that, you know, one year you might have a goal, like a health goal. And you're like, I really want to practice wellness this year. And I want to be more mindful. I want to be more intentional. And I'm going to put these wellness pages in my planner aspirationally so that I'm accountable to filling them out. Right. And so, that might be what you want one year. And the next year might go, actually, my family really needs me to be more on top of meal planning this year. I was so focused on wellness last year that I didn't feed my kids more than right. macaroni and cheese, which is right. all my child. Right. All but, they will eat. but you might go, you know what? I want six meal planning pages at the beginning. I'm going to create six meal plans and I'm just going to go back to the, I'm just going to choose a different meal plan every week. And right. that's how I'm going to meal plan for my family. So, you know, it's our, our goals change. And we change and our families change that our planners should have that ability to change with us because we're never the same. And my layout changes. It's, I don't even use the same layout every time I change layouts all the time. What about like models with inspirational quotes? Can we do that? Like on Monday morning? Uh, have you not male models? Of course, everybody. (laughs) Have you not seen? We have inspirational quotes in our planners. If you really with models at the, no, so at the end, (laughs) you're an idiot. (laughs) Um, I'm talking for you ladies. I'm talking about like just Channing Tatum for sure. You know, saying something like go get him girl. Right. And his magic might get up. Love Channing Tatum. Yeah. Who doesn't? (laughs) He can Channing my Tatum anytime. (laughs) But no, at the, so you have the ability to add quotes into your planner. You can choose like motivational, inspirational productivity, pop culture, which has like some Beyonce quotes and and like, you know, that kind of stuff. And then we also have like literary quote pack. My favorite is the literary one. It's like this one. I'm showing you this one, like from Peter Pan. It's like the moment you doubt whether you can fly, you cease forever to be able to do it. That's so cool. So you have the ability to put those in. Um, So quotes, but we also, challenge packets too so they print on every weekday so this one here is from harry potter it says it's our choices that show us what um what we truly are far more than our abilities you know uh, so we have these inspirational quotes that you can put in also you don't have to how like, fun is if that you're not like building these things would be it's so, fun I, I wonder how many people make like three in a year like oh you know what i forgot this we, i'm getting another one we have a, a friend of ours um who she's a friend now we didn't know her before golden coil um she has made 20 planners in the last 18 months <laughs> i can totally see it being addicting <laughs> it is it sure. is addicting and i'm like, um, like getting the I'm perfect like, one i'm like lauren we need to have a chat yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know if you actually need this many planners. Like, we better start I mean, a rewards keep, program keep, for her, like a punch pass. Them. No, we do. Yeah, I buy mean, 10, get one free. We actually, we've sent her a couple free planners just because I'm like, girl, you are our best customer and you've so only cool. known about us for 18 months. Wow. And you have an addiction, my friend. Like, we, <laughs> <laughs> let's send you some pens. Let's send did you, you some Did you send the planners. TikToker some planners? We did. Very we did. Cool. We gave her some coats for planners. We sent her a ton of swag and we also all paid her because we were like, you know what? We've worked with influencers that we've paid and they have not driven this kind of results cool we and we she would did like, it because she loved like, it. Not, she did it because she, she loved it. She There was like no, and she's like yeah. the kindest human being. There's like, Aww, there's awesome. nothing on her end being like, cool I expect this, but we were just like, girl, you've done so much for us. We just want to send this uh, like monetary gift as a thank you. No wonder because, you win cars. <laughs> no, like this girl. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Sarah's amazing. But yeah, anyways, you can also put challenge packets too. And so instead so of- So what are challenge packets? So instead of doing a quote, you could put like a challenge. Like it, it could be like, so we have a challenges and we have a self-care. So self-care is just like take some time, light a candle, meditate, you know, like, right, you right. know, those kind of things. The but challenge, today. the challenge packet is like, um, write your grandparents a letter and send it in the mail. And you have one of those like little week. prompts. Yeah. It's like, you know, like Ugh. pay for the drink for the person behind you in line. Like those kind of like prompts of different. Do they know what those are or they just pick the challenge and you guys come yeah, up? Yeah, they're random. That, but I'm down with that. But yeah, you can cool. see what's coming in your planner. So at the very end, after you make your planner, there's a preview. So you can see what it's going to be. It's not like right. you have no clue what we're going sure, to send you. Like sure. you can then preview your planner. If you don't like the the challenges, you can go back, refresh, and it'll re-upload new challenges. Interesting. So, but it's random okay. every time. So I actually, I love the literary quote pack so much. I have put it in the last four of my planners. Right. And I'm not stopping. Can like, you do both? I love it. Can you pick like no, two packs? No, you can only do one. Okay. Yeah. So literary quote pack is my go-to right now because I love turning the page and seeing a Harry Potter quote. I love turning That'd the page and seeing a Lord of the Rings from, quote. Right? It w- hence the 20 planners in Could 18 months. Could you do months. like... Uh, every other like could you do two and do like every other week like a challenge one week no. a quote the next you can only do challenges Gosh, damn it <laughs> i know we got to figure that out i can make a i can make a mixtape version where See, it's like that would be kind of cool is if you challenge could, one day you should another. just do like i'm sure the the developers could come up with like just oh, do no, we a could do that on board. our end we could like, do that on our end we don't even need the developers for that we have the ability to add events oh, they just cool. well they recently gave us that ability because they were getting annoyed with us being like could you add this <laughs> <laughs> could you also add this and they're like you know we'll just build it into your platform add it yourself and we're like wow. thank you <laughs> see that would be cool if you did like a literary quote challenge like it just kind of just me and trish know. are going to get together and we're going to come up with our own planner yeah. I love it. I'm in. I'm so in. <laughs> we we probably need a lot more like layouts and templates that serve the male population. Help, yeah, help us. Let us help with just the male one. <laughs> yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I like mean, just, we're game. We have not really tapped into any male oriented planners. I mean, they're very, they're we we market to women. I mean, we have cool planners that we have some guys that love them. Like you know, like the right. midnight linen or the onyx leather. Like there's some say cool we basketball leather. Well, they have like the that would be awesome. Yeah. be awesome. We've even debated on just like cloning our website and making a more manly version, like a titanium coil or like a black <laughs> right. I was coil. Say, or, I don't yeah. know if a lot of dudes would get the gold. <laughs> no, but they would do- totally like the titanium yeah. idea. Yeah, like it would be because I love the coils. I just well, and it's better because then you can fold it and sit on top. Because a lot of planners oh, don't sure. have them, and then they just flap. Yep. Yeah. It's wow, awesome. way cool. Yeah. So golden coil. Since that TikTok went live, we are now like. I mean, it's December. We haven't even hit our busy season. Our busy season comes post-Christmas going into the new year. And we are running out of inventory left and right. Like this week, 
we ran out of coils and we, I spent an entire day calling every single print shop manufacturer, China, India, Mexico, like, can anybody get us gold coils? But turns out our gold coils are actually very rare and they were on some boat coming from some country. (laughs) And, and, and then like we talked to like the United, you know, the United States based manufacturer for these coils. And they're like, we don't even have the materials to make the coils. We're going to have to order the materials, make the coils then send them to you. And everyone was telling us the next time you're going to have coils is going to be mid January. And we were like, crying inside oh, like so but the there holiday, goes our yeah. entire busy season and yeah. so anyways by a miracle this random boat that had our coils on it of course landed <laughs> of course. and our coils arrived in warehouse yesterday so holy crap but i that doesn't mean i didn't also order airship of this child like i went on to alibaba and i was like i just need coils <laughs> <laughs> and of course like if they weren't top-notch we wouldn't send them out in our sure, planet because sure. like quality is like 100 percent our thing but i like went on to alibaba and i found this girl named bella lynn and her company sells gold coils and she's like i will start manufacturing them right now and um she sent me a picture 30 minutes later and there's a coil manufactured and i'm like all right we need thousands get going my friend (laughs) and they shipped this morning so we will have more coils coming in from china (laughs) but i we might not need them you know and also we need to just like look at quality and make sure that they're what we want to do and We'll see what happens. But anyways. So mom, wife, stop motion. This. Kids camp. Kids camp. I mean, holy crap. And I imagine, like, it's, I feel like you're most excited right now about this, about it, Golden every, Coil. Yeah. Well, there was a little bit more, like, you're into it right now. But I'm sure it's because it's holiday season and there's just so much like a little recency with, bias. Yeah. Re- Gosh, you got a freaking official term for everything. It's amazing. <laughs> recency bias are you i gotta get a life coach you do need a life <laughs> this guy he's so damn Cam, smart andrew will be your life coach yeah well yeah he's a coach now <laughs> he is getting into coaching perfect recency See, of course you had a trip like that was amazing every episode he has something like this <laughs> recency bias good to know That's but yeah whole life um, recency bias <laughs> Yeah, Q4 is crazy, though. This is when all clients need their stop motion stuff pre-Christmas and pre-Black right. Friday. And then it's also the time where Golden Coil just goes like from zero to 60. Right. Like everything just picks up really so fast. So you coming on, and that like means even more now. No, she, she no she's like swamped <laughs> right now. I Listen, am swamped. We were talking when you took <laughs> like, your restroom break. I have break. print samples in my car right now that I'm running to a printer in pro oh uh, in Linden because we are running out of covers and I need covers because it our current inventory was supposed to last us till March. Our current inventory might not last us two more weeks. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) But also, so when we, we place our inventory way far in advance, we had to place this year's inventory order in March. And I don't know if you remember March, Global pandemic. We didn't know if F people were March. gonna be. Yeah. We didn't know if people were gonna be buying planners. So we made an incredibly conservative inventory purchase, right. and we were like, we might sell out, but we also might not sell anything. Like we don't know, and we don't financially have the ability to just be like bazillion planners get them you know get them produced so we made a very conservative inventory purchase and we felt like that was the best thing to do at the time and now we're just like dang it we should have tripled that order (laughs) but it's all good we appreciate you coming on we're still gonna send everybody to get a planner golden coil golden kid camps for your christmas presents there's a lot of good stuff businesses need some stop motion this will be perfect timing like is there still people 
I have a feeling that people will be done Christmas shopping, but now they're going to buy a few more things. Well, New Year's shopping. This is your New Year's purchase to yourself. Totally right. This is like a full-blown resolution thing right here. I hate New Year's because nobody eats barbecue for the first three weeks. Really? January is our worst month of the year by far. That's hysterical. I never thought about that before. Because people are saving money, so they're not eating out. They're trying to like, you know, recoup some finances, but... They all go to the gym for three weeks and, and then, they don't eat out. And the gyms are like, yes, yeah. finally, oh, yeah, all these new signups. Sure. <laughs> but then, yeah, he, about the fourth week, first week of February, February rock and rolling yeah, again. Start be, People are well, giving up. If you go out into your restaurant right now, there's a whole lot of dudes eating barbecue. That's they're, right. They're people getting ready. Up. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Like, oh, you made a good effort. Welcome back. Welcome. We, we, no judgment here. No. Open arms. Welcome to Bam. No. Hey, you need protein when you work out. So <laughs> right. it's good. Trisha, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. What a story. 